These are tales of danger and the pursuit of endless riches. Adventurers and heroes from all parts of the world charging into the unknown, setting steel and magic against the most impossible foes, with each time wondering if this would be the last. Storms gather on the horizon and evil rises from the waters of despair. These are tales of endless adventure. These are The Awakened Fables. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Return to Estran. I am DM Sam, and with me are the usual players of Addison, Luke, Luke, Michael, and Rob. As of last session, our intrepid players and their characters entered the city of Escher Ridge, which is located on the eastern coast of Estoran. There, they've discovered that the city itself seems to be unusually untouched by the hordes of the undead who presumably have passed nearby, and in doing so, they've uncovered that the city itself used to be a hive of scum and villainy, for lack of a better term, until the entire city was turned around about two years ago by one very intrepid captain. In that time they've been advised that um, the local noble family, House Foxcal, have been recently in the capital city up until only the last month or so. Uh, at which time the heir to the house has returned to the city and apparently is mostly sticking to himself. Deciding to investigate exactly what the uh, young noble is up to, our two nobles of Salturum and Tinkrit have taken it upon themselves to visit their fellow noble and complete their uh, social polite uh, poli mannerism stuff. Okay, I'm just stumbling, I'm bad. <laughs> I was doing so well up until that point. You were. Alrighty. So, guys, where we left off, it was... I think we had just finished with you guys having dinner at the local tavern, the Square Otter, I think was the name. Square uh, Ferret. Square Ferret. Square Ferret. Okay. I just knew it was a Mastilla day. So. Okay. The Square Ferret. Um, you have been in contact with the captain of the guard, the one who has recently turned around the city, and he has advised that he will be handling some writs of authorization for you to travel north and head to the city of Ustri, which is, well, northwest of the current one. But you guys were wanting to try and take a ferry to Foxcal Manor Island um, to call on the young heir himself. So... But don't pay, the, don't pay the ferryman. Sorry? Don't pay the ferryman. <laughs> don't even fix a price. <laughs> oh, dear. It's already too early for this. <laughs> I'm right. hard. That is true. All right, gentlemen, you are up. The last we knew, we were in the private uh, eating room of the inn. What, what would you guys like to do from here? The um, so I would love at some point to. So I'm on the lookout for a knave's eye patch, I think it's called, or something uh, <clears throat> with the equivalent rules. Is this the sort of town that's going to have a sort of well stocked magical store? A knave's knives, knaves. knaves. Let me see if I can find it in DD Beyond. Yeah, that's not one I've heard of before. If there is, I'd also like to look for the see if there's any news of the family bagpipes. 
So keep in mind, guys, it is getting to be fairly late there. Presumably, you would have done most of this earlier today. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I, I think we should um, have a rendition in the tap room of the uh, fantastic new ditty that um, Tinkrit has, has uh, penned. <laughs> it's rocketed to number one on the charts. It's amazing. In fact, I, it was in like, fact, I, I wouldn't mind giving a little uh, assistance to Tinkrit by... Do I have minor illusion, Sam? I think I do. Let me look. Soul Turum. Anthony. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, I, I, I would like to um, assist Tinkrit in his performance with minor, with some minor illusions of a puppet um, uh, of uh, Lord Connard. Um, which 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 Tinkrit can interact with on stage, appropriately as part of the song. Understood. So if you guys want to get off that performance to begin with, that's going to be easy enough to handle with the innkeeper. He's expecting a performance for you from some point. Yeah. Uh, Tinkrit slash Rob, how would you like to go about setting up for your act? Um, I think <clears throat> I might go by stealth and just appear in the middle of the stage. With uh, and I'll use my minor illusion to kind of go like a big a bit, a bit of smoke and stuff and, and appear. Alrighty. So I, I would like to go elsewhere just in case I get caught up in the story. I would actually like to be going around the uh, scummier sort of taverns trying to find out about this air, but uh, just flagging that and just so I don't accidentally get caught up in this particular narrative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, can I go? Can I go with Nero and just start arm wrestling people? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Addison, what would Morkan like to do? First? Okay. Morkan's fine with just with listening to to Tinkeret's little um, little jig. Probably probably cheering him on in the background. Easy enough. Um, before we do continue, Michael, I have found a knives eye patch elsewhere. It came from Waterdeep Dragon Heist, is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, for whatever reason, it's not actually popping up on my side. I'm fairly sure I own it. Yeah, it's... it's I don't think it's in the magic item search, so I've, I've posted it to the um, Roll20 thing, to oh, the Roll20 chat. Oh, yep. Okay, Advantage on Wisdom, that Reliance side. You are immune to magic that allows others to read your thoughts or determine whether you are lying. Oh, that's fancy. My, my zone of truth won't work on him. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've ever used it, but just in case. All right. So, so we right, read guys. that again, just in case I need to cast a spell on him. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. We're all in the circle of trust here. We're all in the circle of trust. Okay, all right, all right. All right. So, Michael, I'm willing to grant you this item. Um, I granted Rob a rare quality item last session at the cost of five of his natural 20 points. You currently have six banked up if you would like to use them. Definitely. Yep. All right. In that case, I will bring your tally down to one. Um, flavor it up for me. How would you like to have found the Knives eye patch? If it's all right, I'd like for it to be a um, a monocle. A monocle. <laughs> and uh, how did I find it? Uh, I think I would have been in, in some sort of knickknackery shop, just browsing through, and uh, worthless trash to the untrained eye. 
but it uh it it sparkled in in a in a ray of sunlight and I saw it and I knew exactly what it was and it had to be mine and I got it for a steal. Alrighty, so the knickknack shop that you purchased it from did not understand the value. The owner simply thought that this was a simple monocle who which weirdly just seemed to cause him quite a lot of headaches. He was quite happy to provide it to you at the cost of one silver piece, simply because he thought it was made out of reasonably valuable glass. Fantastic. Excellent. All right, well, congratulations on your Knaves eye patch. Um, feel free to add that to D&D Beyond if you can. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm probably going to forget about it. Will not lie. <laughs> Um, while we are on the topic, Luke E with Ogar, you do have seven nat 20 points um, stored up, so feel free to trade those in for a rare item if you ever so get the inclination. In the meantime, guys, um, so Rob, your Tinkret has appeared in the middle of the stage of the bar and just pretty much has had a look around. Now, it looks like the bar is decently packed tonight and most of the people here seem to be a little bit beyond the standard um, worksmen. So this seems to be more of the high-class merchants, the occasional traveler, and in one particular case, a decently drunk mage who seems to have a little bit more common sense than magic as he seems to be on the occasion levitating other people's alcoholic beverages to his own table. Hmm. Now, as you appear on stage every the a hush falls across the room and immediately everybody just has a very quick look up at you as you dominate the room okay i, I by, by the way i've had a quick chat to uh more khan and told him to be a shill and to say it's true it's true when i say the nasty things haha <laughs> it's funny because it's true yes don't worry i will do this for you excellent excellent and um on top of that um, I think I'm going to cast Enthralling Performance because if it doesn't work, they don't know that that hasn't worked. So I'm going to try to get four, in the, four people in, in uh, the tavern to join us in the song. So with that, um, I nod to Salturum to begin the canard puppet. All right. So, Luke, what does our uh, Conard puppet look like? Assuming he's here. Oh, I think we've just lost him. Uh, he has muted himself, so I assume he's gotten distracted. Okay. Um, I'm back. I'm oh. back. So I'm going to cast the Minor Illusion, which uh, will have a puppet on strings... That's uh, very Pinocchio-esque, but um, with the likeness and with the symbolism of, of House Cunard on it, that's going to look uncertainly around the room as it appears, um, and then turn to look at Tinkerit and jump back a step, and off you go, Tinkerit. Look who's joined us. Nothing but that dastard Cunard. Interesting that he should join us. He has been too scared to face me, one-on-one. Too scared to face my friend Lord Salturum as well in his dastardly deeds that he has been undertaking in the realm. But let me talk no more. Let me sing of this. And then I go into the song and I sing the song. And, and as the song progresses, 
the puppet is going to slowly get um look just not be sort of with uh is, is, is going to start off by looking shocked and aghast and then slowly look like he's agreeing with what uh, Tinkrit is saying until by the end of it he's dancing uproariously. Yes, if, that is with, if, that, if that is within the capacity of a minor illusion cantrip. <laughs> I'm willing to provide some leeway. <laughs> As all of the, all of the, uh, the profanities and, and the, the lies, well not lies, but the, the song of being told I, as uh, Tinker uh, said to, of course, it's true, yes, he is a dastardly, not a very good man at all. Shall I roll performance? Sure. Do I get advantage considering the help? Yes, you may roll at advantage. Thank you. Good thing, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah! (laughs) All righty. (laughs) So, for those who are currently listening, the original roll was a four, which was then followed up by a nat 20 in case Rob's uh, reaction wasn't (laughs) indicative enough. Rob, that brings your nat 20 tally up to two, because I'm assuming you're not wanting to um, zap it out now. Uh, No, not not right now, I don't think. Alrighty. So, yeah, I'm using the enthralling performance at the same time, remember? Uh, yeah, gotcha. So, All right. have to make a wisdom saving throw or be totally charmed by me. What do you think the uh, tune was before that? I anticipated, I expected. Aha. Uh-huh. Okie doke. So let's get the show on the road then. So as you are beginning to perform your act for the rest of the crowd, the crowd seems fairly uh, more interested into their drinks, but as Soltoran's illusion begins to play out across the stage, the crowd gets slowly more uproarious and loud. As you begin to near the uh, final third of the song, the audience themselves are beginning to repeat and cheer after every single little conniving insult, and by the end of the song itself, they are quite happy to pelt small bits of food and have their drinks at the the, um, comrade illusion, which is on the stage. So you are able to finish up and do a bow, and simply their only um, call afterwards is simply encore, encore. Um, I I, I kind of nod to uh, my my two co-stars to uh, pass the hat around, and, and we do another version at the same time. Another version? All righty. Well, we may as well. <laughs> uh, we only do the last, say, three three verses and stuff. The puppet's going to get a lot more into it this time and start hopping from table to table, um, doing the equivalent of pole dancing in the middle of the, of the, of the bar tables. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a horrifying image. <laughs> Alrighty, let's have a look here. It's Meet the Feebles, isn't it? That's what. That's the turn this is taken. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Alrighty, as you continue to make your performance, people are pouring into the uh, tavern just to hear exactly what's going on, and eventually you'll just continue to ask to an encore, and when eventually you're able to um, bow yourself out of the performance... 
the various revelers in the tavern itself pick up your little um, ditty and begin to make even more worse and even more foul statements <laughs> and rhymes about the delightful and very noble House Connard. Mission accomplished. Excellent. <laughs> Over the course of the night, you are able to pick up 90 silver pieces um, from the performance. 30 for you, my Lord Solchero. 30 for you, my friend Morkan. Thank you, my Lord Tinker. That was an amazing job. Thank you for your support, sir. And you. A beautiful shill work, Morkan. Anytime, my friend. Anytime. All right. So, Michael with Nero and Luke with Ogre. You guys are doing a bit more of a pub crawl across some of the more seedier taverns of the city in order to locate some more information about the Wayward Air. What specifically are you guys looking for? Well, I'm thinking that he would have... So, my suspicion is that he's a bit of a scumbag and that he will, from time to time, come to the more seedier joints to... uh you know, carouse and drink and such. Um, <clears throat> so anything about his character, uh, any rumours he might have let slip, um, really just trying to get people talking about him and see where it goes. Alrighty. In that case, can I get you to roll either a charisma investigation or a simple persuasion? I will also accept a charisma insight. Um, well, charisma. How would I do charisma investigation? So, charisma investigation, you're basically using your charisma modifier and then rolling, um, adding oh. your proficiency, assuming you have that in investigation. I have expertise. Ooh. Ooh. So, I might just. So that's plus nine to that. <laughs> 25. All right. So give me a moment. All right. So, um, Luke, did you want to add anything together with Ogre, or is he simply just arm wrestling and making sure Nero doesn't get into too much trouble? <laughs> Pretty much. Just trying to get some money off the guys, and if there's any particularly strong guys, maybe try to recruit them for the army. Yep. All righty. So... For Nero's investigation, over the course of the night, it takes you about four or five different taverns before you're able to find one which is able to provide any speck of information to you. This particular one, scene, uh, the one that you end up is one a little bit closer to the um, houses of wanton pleasure, as the nobles like to call them, as it seems that the young heir does not actually make any regular visits to the city itself. It only t it takes you some time to find a source of information from one of the lovely women who um, is employed by the uh, House of Wanton Pleasure itself, as it turns out that the heir, as opposed to uh, dining in, simply orders takeaway, so to speak, and the woman in question is usually carted off to the Foxcole Manor Island for a night or two of her services to be provided to the heir. Oh, so she would know the layout. She might do. I keep thinking sort of wanton pleasure. You keep saying wanton pleasure. And <laughs> it, makes me, it makes me giggle. I'm, yeah, it's making me hungry. Good old wanton pleasures. 
many an embarrassing mix-up as uh, has occurred. <laughs> I do like Yamcha. <laughs> Salturum just heads out of that place. There weren't <laughs> wontons anywhere. <laughs> All right. So with the 25, it takes you a gold coin, assuming that you're willing to pay it, to um, be introduced to the woman in, qu- in question, who is a half-elf woman of great beauty, at least for a small remote town on the eastern coast. Are you willing to make that payment? Absolutely. Already deducted. Excellent. All right. So it turns out this woman does have some knowledge of the island itself, but it seems that a lot of her information is largely restricted to, one, the air's bed chambers, and two, the opening part of the island itself. So she's able to advise that the island is a magic, mostly a magical construct. About 400 years ago, apparently, as the air is apt to brag, his great-great-something-grandfather um, paid... Uh, came into a great fortune and paid a mage to create a fairly formidable warding system around the island itself, which is capable of handling the um, basic weather in order to ensure that the island itself is not actually washed away, into increased fertility of the soil to ensure that the gardens remain uh, beautiful and pristine, as well as some basic protection to protect from any of the midwinter storms which are apt to hit the Estoran this close to winter. Now, the grounds are not the biggest in terms of noble nobility, at least she takes a guess at that, as everything is kind of cramped up onto this one little island itself, but it is quite extravagantly beautiful, and she only wishes that she had the beauty enough to attract the heir as um, her husband. Could I get her to describe to me what the uh, groundsmen wear? Because I'm thinking that the way to, if the no, if uh, so, German Tinkered are the go in as the nobles, then maybe I could slide in in disguise as a uh, groundsman. So it turns out that the guardsmen of the grounds wear the traditional colours of House Foxcar. So it is a light purple with a grey colour. It's probably not going to be able to be found within the city, purple being a bit uh, expensive and out of reach of most people, but she does advise that there does seem to apparently be a small barracks on the grounds themselves for those who uh, have the fortune to be part of the heir's guards while he is at home. Hmm. I think we've... uh... I look around to the... um... I go up to the uh, enormous brawl with um, Ogre at the centre of it, centre of it, and say, "I think we've got what we come for." All right, just let me finish off this guy then. All righty. Um, for Luke, can you roll me a strength? Strength save or uh, just strength? If you're doing arm wrestles and other wrestles and so forth, that is a sixteen. Very nice. All right, so over the course of the various taverns, Nero has probably been more patient waiting for you to finish your various matches, but at this particular tavern, it seems that you have uh, lucked into finding a small dwarf who appears to be completely of the belief that he should be able to beat one of you mangy green uh, folk any day. So, 
in your particular dice squabble, apparently he rolls a 19 to your 16. <laughs> so, even as Nero comes up to you and you advise that you are about to be finished, there is a sudden creaking noise as the dwarf suddenly slams your hand down on the table itself, hard enough that all your drinks rattle and many people just quickly clutch onto their mugs in order to prevent them from uh, falling over. All right, lad, I told you I could beat your manger green kids any day. One more time, then. Come on, let's go. Ugh, isn't that once enough to uh, settle your pride? No. Double or nothing. All right, then. All right, hit me. 17. All right, so your muscles begin trembling as they try and match that of the dwarf. Who rolls a 19 again? (laughs) 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 if i were around i could get good give him could i use my um second wind and just as he's just about to finish me off i I will let you roll advantage on that sure (laughs) so hit me with the second roll no (laughs) oh no that's a nine all right so even as you initiate your second wind and you can, everybody can see the muscles in, every, in both your biceps just popping up, straining against one another, the dwarf just seems to knuckle down, find some strength in, gives a roar and slam. Now, this time, it wasn't enough to just rattle the mugs, no. Between your action surge and whatever he's done to counter your action surge, the table splinters underneath the two of you. The dwarf and you presumably look down in complete shock, and when the dwarf looks up, he just narrows his eyes before giving a solid cackle. <laughs> hey, my boy, it's been some time since I've broken a table like that. Ah, me too, me too. <laughs> All right. What say uh, we uh, call <laughs> off and uh, we just pay the uh, bar man for his table? I'll, I'll pay for the table I lost there. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so he calls for another round um, to the cheers of the entire bar, and presumably everybody gets a drink, including Nero, if he's so inclined. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, because the uh, police here is not here, so definitely. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, and from there, um, presumably the rest of your night ends as it is. How would you guys like to actually finish up your night? Out on the town. I'd probably stay there drinking with that dwarf for a while, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it might be like a total bender. I think I might be completely hung over the next day. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. All right. Well, in that case, um, Michael and Luke, can you guys roll me constitution saving throws? Oh, I'm really good at these. (laughs) Evidently not. <laughs> Alright, so we have a 5 for Nero, and we have an unnatural 20 for Ogre, as <laughs> is probably suitable. Alright, so you're... Actually, you know what? Just to make this fun, let me bring out one of my homebrew things that I like to use. Give me a sec, guys. Ooh, drunk rules. Uh, not quite. It's um, special alcohol rules. Surprisingly. Oh. Well, alcohol suggestions. Maybe it's in random tables. Where do I leave this thing? Ugh, I have far too much um, in my Google Drive. 
Boom, boom. Uh, nope. Nope. Wow, it's been some time since I uh, looked this thing up. Anyway, so due to your 20, um, Luke, you are going to... At one stage, have come across a drink that is apparently um, just completely screwed your buddy over here over in terms of him being able to hold his alcohol. Um, if you would like, I can also provide you with a copy of that particular alcoholic beverage. I don't know if Ogre would be overly interested in that particular thing, though. Uh, might as well, with something to gain. Yeah, all right. Oh, here it is. Literally, it was in the last file of the last folder that I looked in. Okay. 1D100. That is a 78. Let's find out what alcohol you guys imbibed over the night. That is... Ooh, that sounds delightful. Okay, so over the course of the night, you were provided with a strange alcohol, which um, was provided to you by, surprisingly, your dwarven friend. This one, he simply called a gut buster, and when he handed it to you, he said that it was only for the most manliest and uh, stout of men. Even as you drink this particular brew, it doesn't feel like you're so much drinking it as you are half eating it. It's just simply that thick. Afterwards, um, it seems that Nero in particular had a fairly horrific reaction in that he was not able to hold any of his alcohol whatsoever. Um, Olga, presumably it seems to have um, sat well with you on the other hand, and after quickly getting the recipe from the barkeep, you were quite happy to order more while Nero eventually passed out into a uh, slight slumber. I just chucked him on over my shoulder and carry him home then. Easy enough. So the two of you stumble into the door to find that the entire bar is singing a very uproarious and catchy tune, which seems to be overly insulting House Connard in increasingly inventive and physically impossible ways. I just go straight to the room. Like <clears throat> One time I drank this uh, homebrew beer. It was in like this little village in Uganda. And it tasted like muesli. And <laughs> for two days, everyone thought I had, had um, malaria. I was so sick. That's <laughs> kind of what I think happened here. Wow, hell of a beer. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> this is fair. Okay, um, so presumably you guys um, continue the nights doing as you would usually do once you've gotten to a tavern, either an assortment of drinking or um, socialising. When you eventually wake up the next morning and somebody looks in on Nero, he frankly just looks like death warmed up slightly. So who wants to be the one to uh, rouse your friend? Uh, I'll cast Lesser Restoration. Is that going to get rid of his... He's terrible, terrible. Uh, <laughs> if you cast Lester Restoration, it does make him look um, less death-like, but he doesn't seem to overly be too 
recovered. Whatever is um, still presumably circulating throughout his body is doing a hell of a number, as even the slightest mention of water and bread for breakfast is enough to set his face to going green. He's not in a good way. I'll, I'll be happy to carry you, my friend. Sorry? I'll be happy to carry you, my friend. I, uh, I am not above that today. <laughs> Is there not something? Can't we take him to like a temple and get him healed uh, in the short term? We may need his capabilities. Um, if you guys would like to head to a nearest temple, um, you can make use of their healing services. It's probably going to cost about five gold pieces. But uh, considering you're about to get on a boat, Nero, that might not be the worst. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to clean up after him. It's all right. Just hang his head over the side. He'll be fine. I'll be, I'll be insisting that I'll be fine, but very much going along with it. <laughs> no, stop. Leave me alone. Well, whilst I do that, I'll go collect my full plate. Easy. All right. So the next morning is mostly spent with the majority of the party trying to uh, get Nero to the nearest temple and... That alone was an effort and a half, considering the sun was a night enough to make him just flinch and try and hide beneath his hat. Afterwards, when um, Morkan eventually makes his way back to find you guys, are still at the inn, convincing Nero to go out. The um, apparent clattering sound coming from Morkan's new plate armor apparently is incentive enough to um, get Nero <laughs> on his way. Oh, my friend, we don't have all day. We have a boat to catch. Just stop moving. <laughs> I cannot. You know what? I jump up and down. <laughs> Come on, let's go, let's go. I hope we're on the second floor because I might fall through the ground. <laughs> I said screaming for a healer. <clears throat> Didn't we already heal him? So after a very quick um, trip by the nearest healing uh, temple, after which Nero got a very thorough uh, lecture about the vices of alcohol and the uh, various <laughs> poisons against the world, you guys are finally able to make your way towards the ferry and just in time to be met by a courier in the city. Oh. Um, my lord's Tinkret and, uh, sorry, my lord Pipe Drone and my lord Vikram, I have been sent to provide you with an invitation to attend House uh, Foxkell Manor today in order to, uh, meet our local heir so that you may engage in, uh, noble pleasantries. As is to be expected. So, he provides you with a letter, he gives a bow and a flourish, and when you open the letter itself... You can see that it is done in the standard noble way, standard scripting, standard wording, and seems to be have a small um, wax seal on it, which has tiny flecks of gold imbued in it. Hmm. Cool. Wonder what it's worth. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. Does the invitation disclose how we're meant to make it to the island, given the ferry we're travelling doesn't stop there? So it appears that the air has arranged for a private boat to leave from the docks, which will take you directly to Foxcal Manor Island. Hmm. Fantastic. Is it though? Dun dun dun. 
Well, I mean, I suppose uh, it's one way to get to the island. It is. And we'll get past any magical warding if we're there by invitation. I think this is the way in. Okay. I'm just feeling particularly suspicious of late. I don't know why. Oh, no. Definitely right to be suspicious. This is no doubt, uh, if, if we're correct in, in, in our theory about the young lord's um, friends, then plainly we're being pulled into a trap. But um, being aware that that might be the case is also a, an advantage that we have. Yes. True. Lord Tinkrit, when yes. we get there, could you use your not-charm-person ability? I'm just wondering if you two... So he will know that we're a party, that we're a party, but he won't. He may. He may, but he won't be interested in anyone except you and Soltura. Could yes. you charm some of his guards to pretend to be your guards? Then Ogor and I and uh, uh, Morgan take their uniforms. Hmm. Um, when I charm them, they, they love me and they'll, they'll do anything unless they're attacked. So and all you need a... to do is get them to stay quiet. Yes. Uh, uh, that's very easy. They can follow me around and, and should, they, should I be attacked, then they would attack the person who attacked me. Hmm. Meanwhile... The three of us pass without trace. <clears throat> I, was actually, I, was, I was working on a, a, a kind of twist on that plan. Is that I, how many people are going to feel like, how many guards are going to be on the boat? They're a captive audience. All I have to do is sing and I will capture, uh, I will mm. charm a certain number of them. And I'll, and I'll try and charm the ones that are lucky to be with us. So when the trap falls, they find there's a trap within the trap. <laughs> well, let's see if he's uh, assigned us an escort, which, which is going to be on the boat. Yes. And, and we can assess it then. If it's just a Chamberlain or, uh, or, 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 or some other um, uh, servant of the house, um, we, we might reassess that when we get there. Because one of the, one of the issues is there's a small barracks there, so he's obviously got a enough guards to warrant that but i mean i wonder whether it's sufficient that he wouldn't recognize his guards um yes but that's i think it's better to charm his guards than try and replace them i'm i'm agreeing with you mm -hmm. he probably know people who are and aren't his guards maybe you're probably... i'm thinking even more just groundsmen like the the servants yep all right, well, that's something we need to do when we get there. And what, unless, unless there's some on the boat. Anyway. Okay. Okay. The groundsmen will be of no use to us if, it, if the trap falls, whereas guards will be. Mm, true. Unless the groundsmen create a sufficient distraction to pull the barracks away from any fight that does develop. Well, I can do that by suggestion. Hmm. I have a suggestion spell, which I can use. So if you All really right. want to do that... I can why, say, why, 
Why don't we at least start making our way to the boat and, and scope out what's waiting for us? Sounds good to me. Mm. Alrighty. So, whoop, just a sec, my microphone's trying to drop again. Alright, so as you guys begin to head towards the docks, you in the distance can see that the day seems to be rather grey and overcast, and even on the horizon of the sea you can see what looks like a fairly large storm head which seems to be swelling fairly out to sea. As you get down to the docks itself, you can see that the boat that you've been directed to is a small one, maybe able to fit 10 or so people, but it is reasonably luxurious with uh, cushioned seats, a small um, hand servant to provide you with uh, refreshments, as well as two guards and a single individual who seems to be perusing some paperwork even as you attend. At, uh, at the gangplank towards the boat, you are stopped by one of the guards who simply says, and you would be? Lord Vikram. Uh, Lord Vikram, and would I also, we are also awaiting Lord Pipe Drone. Is he among your number? Sorry, back. I tried to mute. <laughs> that's not muting, that's leaving. <laughs> This is this, this is my lord. This is my my friend, Lord Tinkrit, and our party. Excellent. In that case, might I uh, refer you to the uh, to our seats, and we will be un- we will be able to set sail shortly. Can you? What's the guy that's sitting there doing? That's writing stuff down. Or, or, or I miss what you said. There's another guy there. Yep, that's correct. All right, give me Apologies, child interruption. Oh, (laughs) real-life aggro. Got it. Yes. All right. So as you enter into the boat itself, the person writing on a piece of paper simply looks up before getting to their feet. Greetings, my lord and retainers. My name is Gerald Grenette. I am the Air's resident uh, magical consultant, and I'm here to escort you to the island. Splendid. Is this the extent of your retinue, my lord Lord Vikram and my lord Pipetron? Currently. We've left some behind. They will follow in another boat. If that is the case, then I will notify our Lord Air on the uh, when we arrive at the island, and we will make uh, we will make preparations as best we can. Excellent. All right. So it only takes about ten minutes before the boat itself is able to arrange itself and begin to head towards the dock. You guys can see that the ocean is getting reasonably choppy around you, but the boat itself seems to be experiencing a unusually smooth journey to the point where you are barely able to detect that you're currently out at sea. Sam, what was the what was Gerard's surname? Um, his surname was Granette. So just a sec, I'll put that into the chat for you. I'm not on roll twenty. Oh, All right. I will put it in uh, Discord for you. <laughs> Connard. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Connard Connard. <laughs> All right, there we go. Thanks, mate. 
All good. Um, any reactions? Or would you like us to just continue? I'm happy to continue at this point in time. All right. So, so just how many soldiers are on this boat? Sorry, I was, you know, with that child just the interrupters. Two. So just the two, and they establish themselves on, on the main area of the boat, um, specifically around Gerald himself. So two of them and Gerald. Okay. Yep. So after finishing up with this paperwork, Gerald very quickly tucks it into the breast pocket of his tunic before he looks up and stretches somewhat. My lord, so... That looks like a signal. Yeah. <laughs> my lord Vikram and my lord Pipedrone, I understand that the two of you have uh, some interest in the magical arts? That, that is correct. Um, what, what, what is a magical consultant? Um, Mr. Granat. Due to the heavy magics that are employed on the grounds for the family, they prefer to have one who is capable of uh, handling these magical energies in an emergency and, of course, when they have visitors, in order to ensure that they are protected from any malignant magical effects that might occur. Well, we don't have any interests in magic. We have expertise. Well, it is quite rare to find one of the uh, noble class who have uh, expertise in the magical arts. Tell me, uh, where do your... Are you doubting me, sir? No, 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 Lord Tinker. He he is... Is this chap a noble? I did not understand him to be doubting you, rather than making an observation, which I think is probably correct. There are not many like us who have expertise in magic among the nobility. My good friend Salturum, I was merely asking if this chap is of the same class as us, or is he perhaps an upstart popinjay? So at this point, Gerald gives a short bow, mostly from his neck. I meant no offence, my lords. I, of course, do uh, do not mean any particular offence. It was simply an observation that those of uh, your esteemed peerage do not take an interest in the uh, common tricks of my kind. I choose to forgive you this time. So, so Mr. Mr. Granite, where did you undertake your training prior to working for the, the, the Baron? I um, have undertaken training over in a number of places across our fair land. I have even made once made the trip across the uh, vast seas to Thasso, but eventually I found that the majority of my training was to be completed here in the capital. And how did you um, come to come into service with, um, with the Baroness? My Lady Baroness saw fit to uh, provide a financial reward to uh, allow me to complete my studies. It is through her benevolence that I was able to complete my studies with the Academy, and part of that cost was to a, complete a number of years of service within, with the Baroness herself. And, and the young Lord, does he have an interest in magic at all? The young lord, as de- is demanded of the majority of noble class, does have a 
vast grounding within the magical arts, but I do not believe his uh, personal interests lay within the magics, uh, within within the magical skills that you and Lord Pipe Drone are so obviously expert have expertise within. Ah, uh, well, that's interesting. It'll be most interesting to converse more on the magical arts with uh, with uh, Lord Celipay. And we understand that Lord Celipe has been has work, been working with some other guests recently. Um, if you could be so kind as to, to um, advise us of their names, just to avoid any um, social um, uh, uncomfortableness when we do um, when we are introduced. At this point, Gerald shakes his head and at least seems to affect a tone of sadness. Uh, my lord, you, you do me a disservice. You must understand that I cannot break the privacy demanded by my by the Baroness or her heir. His, uh, though I am fortunate enough to tell you that you will be the only guests of the Baron um, for the duration of your visit. No, I quite understand. Well, we were of the understanding that he was currently entertaining a guest, so um, that was my error, obviously. I understand. I, um, I just yell. Yeah, what do I yell? It's a, what's a what's a D and D shark called? Is it a megalodon? Is there? A... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that a... is a massive shark. You could just say there's a shark, or you could say there's I a megalodon. megalodon. It calls everyone to panic. Leviathan. It's just a leviathan. Levi- I yell both megalodon, leviathan over there. Look. I go, where, where? And intentionally bump into our friend Granite and try and pick his pocket of that document. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> roll me deception, Michael. And then for pickpocketing, roll me that. Oh, he's got a, he's got a mad, yeah, I gave him a bardic inspiration, by the way. Okay, cool. <laughs> Unnatural funny. Excellent. Oh, sorry. And Rob, roll me sleight of hand at disadvantage. 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 <laughs> You're fucked. Why disadvantage when I got him to distract him? Probably not going to be worse than 11. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, if you'd gotten a natural one, that would probably be the worst. So technically he got the um, halfling natural one. Yes. <laughs> Enrolling a two. <laughs> Alrighty, let me very quickly check I'm here. I'm going to use my 20. Going to use a 20? Yep. Alrighty. In that case. So, as Nero shouts out, everybody, even among the party, except for Tinkrit, very quickly turn to look at the direction that he's going for. As um, Tinkrit accidentally, stumb- accidentally stumbles across... Uh, uh, yeah into Gerald, you are able to slip your hand into the breast pocket, presumably reaching up somehow and doing that, and are able to very quickly tuck away some of the, sorry, the wad of paper that Gerald had put away. And with my 20, can I pickpocket him as well? (laughs) Was that not the goal? (laughs) Yes, I wanted the the, the document, but I meant to take his money as well, and he purse with a 20. And his magic rings. That ends up being 30. (laughs) <laughs> Noted. All right. Um, just a second. Boom, 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 boom. 
Did that roll? Nope, there we go. Oh, you might be about to have a very good day. All right, apparently he has 84 gold pieces on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rob, flavor that up for me. How do you uh, pickpocket his breast pocket and then pickpocket his um, belt pouch? I use my acrobatics and my stealth at the same time. And his fear of his dire fear of megalodons, they killed his uh, younger brother on a similar <laughs> trip. Um, and reach in with one hand, my, my left hand to grab, you know, my lesser hand, my left hand to grab the, the letter. And with my right hand, I use my sharpened pinky f- fingernail to slash the string of his purse and silently place it within my backpack. Well, I'm doubly impressed now how you managed to slice a pouch and capture it before any of the 84 coins just spilled out. <laughs> no, it's just the string at the top that attached it to his belt. <laughs> uh, got it. All right. So now that the uh, mage is considerably lighter, everybody, he affects a frown upon his face and turns to Nero. I'm, I'm sorry, you saw a megalodon. Something. It was enormous and moving. I saw it also. I just raised my eyebrow at him. I don't, what was going... I did not see anything. Where, where um, was it? Can, can I throw my spear in the water, let it get to 60 feet, phase it back to me, and just claim I killed it? <laughs> if you want to roll deception, go oh, for it. Uh, do you want to do that? Would, would, that be, would that be giving away your spear's yes. capability? Mm, true. We might be able to use that later on. And that's it for metagaming tonight. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> and I am not good at deception, so <laughs> I think we'll leave it then. Give it a go. You just we use it. Use a twenty if you have to. You've got seven. I don't want to think it again. You not get megalodons in these parts. I swear, it was enormous. <laughs> All right. So as Joel scans the horizon, you can see that he does have a bit of a dark look on his face. It would not be the uh, strangest of things that have filled these waters in my years of service. Uh, Just a moment. And then he heads to the prow of the boat, and you can see that he seems to be muttering to some things and specifically engaging in some of the magical gestures. And after a few moments, you guys feel a shimmer as a shield surrounds the boat and encourages its speed towards Foxcall Manor Island. At the same time, the shield also... um... Oh, wait, no, actually, I will just leave it at that. You guys feel a odd tingling, and Salturum in particular, you feel like there is an additional magical effect at play here. At least we got rid of one of the shield spells. Can I work out what it is? Just a moment. You, you can roll an icon for me, Sam. I just rolled 18 for us. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give you advantage then. Well, I could get a critical, I suppose. No, but I didn't. <laughs> okay, a halfling one. All right. 
There you go, Rob. Thank you. Hmm. I, I, I'd say, if you give us a moment, sir, and I... I, I is, there, is there a cabin? The guards exchange a look before they motion to a small hatch. Uh, my lords, there is a small room down there where, uh, just past the kitchen, you may uh, also use the ablutions, which are available as well. Thank you. I, I have a personal right, which I must undertake. Uh, it's a noble right. Isn't that right, Salturum? Oh. Yes, yes. All right. So we nick off downstairs. Sorry? Uh, we nick off to the hatch and go downstairs. I want to have a look what this note says. All righty. So as you head downstairs and eventually find a quick, quiet corner to look over the note, you can see that the majority of the items, uh, sorry, the majority of things that are listed on the note itself seem to be magical reagents, those which are currently used to participate, maintain, and end powerful spells. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think of that? Well, it would be in line with what the, about what we know about the powerful water spells that surround the castle. Hmm. Perhaps we could use our arcana skills to try and work out how we could break the wards, because we may need to escape this place. <laughs> yep, I'm down with that. Do you want to do it? I'll offer what yeah. for assistance I'm able. Yep. Being I wouldn't cast any spells. I'm giving you a, a what's his name? A bardic inspiration. That's not going to trigger anything he's got going on. Nope. Is there a beeping coming from one of you guys, or is that my side? No, nah, that's my fridge. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> I didn't know where it was. Alrighty, so what were you guys doing? I was rolling um, an arcana check. What's your, oh, you don't know what your plus is, so, yeah. Sam's got my sheet. Oh, dub. I was wondering why you weren't rolling. That would be why. Hope to dub 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 dub. Yes, no internet for me. Yeah. I think I can find you. And that is a 15. All right. Bardic inspiration. Um, that's possible. Uh, 1d6. 1d6. All right, that's not that 20. Oh, wait, no, that's a 21. Good use of it there, salty. Salty old boy. Yes, that is that's an excellent suggestion, my Lord Tinker. Just chuck us in another room, mate. Go to the Awakened Fables birthday and tell us. Uh, yeah. Dub. I'll meet you there. Um, you... Uh... Imagine we just join something now. Ooh, so what's going on? <laughs> so what do we do now that they're gone? I want to get fishing. They got any, they got any um... <laughs> I got new uh, fishing uh, rods on this boat. 
How can we just level up? Yeah, <laughs> everyone better well. twenty. Yeah, <laughs> well, that counts as the adventure, so. <laughs> no. Let's go level level nine. What do I get level nine? I think it's a dead level. Hmm. I want to start grilling some of the um, ship crew, but I think that's going to be a little hard without Sam. Yeah. Just make it up. It can be whatever you want. <laughs> it's your game now. Sam, I've cracked it. <laughs> Aha. It was actually this guy here that's the... Uh... Oh. We didn't say anything. We come upstairs, and yeah, we, we go. It's, it's yeah, it's not going to help us, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I'm not. I'm not really sure what else, um, my lord, I, I can be asking this. Well, well, I think what we this need to do this granite. I think the original plan where we I charm some when we get off the boat and see how we go. I think the family got four four people on our side. I don't think he's gonna be susceptible to charming, but I think we we should be very cautious about casting any spells. I suspect that it's, a, it's the, not the, a spell. Oh, is it a feat, is it or a, it's a it's a skill of a bar enthralling performance. Uh huh. Well, I mean, and they don't know if it fails. Okay, that's the whole. That, that's the beauty of it. That seems. That seems. That seems like. Um, that seems like worth worth a worth a chance. Worth a chance. Yep. Do we all agree on that, team members? Sounds like something really bad happened down there. <laughs> no, like you've no. just lost all hope. No, just the complete opposite. In fact. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think that this Gerard Grenet is in any way connected to the necromancer. I think he's he is what he says he is. He's here to maintain the warding on the uh, on the island. So, are you going to slip him his note back so he doesn't know that you checked that, or what do you? Th- we could pick it off the floor, perhaps. So, I believe you dropped this, and then I'll ask for his eighty gold pieces. Or <laughs> that, that fell in the water. Someone just dropped a rock in there. Oh, oh, that was That uh, was uh, your. Can I use deception, Sam, to let the the, the paper fly fly in front, like fly around on the on the deck near him, and he sees it, and we ignore it. I will allow deception roll. Sixteen. All right. So it's just literally. Oh, look at that piece of paper. Or. No, we kind of ignore it. I try to f- try to put it in his direction and then not look at it, just so he sees it and he picks it up. All right. So you are able to drop the piece of paper. With the increasingly stormy weather, though it is very little wind that is actually getting through the ship, <coughs> um, it takes some time before Gerald's attention is actually brought to the piece of paper. And when he sees it, he immediately stands up and hurries over, quickly tucking it back into his breast pocket with a confused look as if he's not entirely sure exactly how it got out. Sam, can I um, start I asking... Continue to ignore him. 
trying to think of how to how to um, kick this conversation off. I want to start asking him about the uh, uh, how many times uh, uh, has his lordship had many guests lately? It's uh, uh, or or are we the first in a while? So that is just specifically to Gerald. Yeah, trying to uh, trying to worm my way around to asking about the the uh, the character who turned up seven days ago. All right. Um, uh, so, so will we be will we be alone over there, or does he have other guests? All right. So is there a particular state you want to roll for this? Or uh, I think it'd be interrogation. So invest. It's not investigation, is it? Pers- Is it insight? Um, insight is more that you're trying to get a read on his personality yeah. and whether he's lying or not. I'd persuasion. probably say it might be a mix of either persuasion or, again, charisma investigation. Yeah, I'll go charisma investigation. Uh, so 27. Very nice. All right. Give me a sec. Um, actually, I need to roll with something else, don't I? Ah, oh, god damn it! I shouldn't have closed that page. Uh, apologies. I am herping my dope all over the place here. There we go. Alrighty. So for the rest of the trip towards the island, you engage in petty conversation with Gerald and you are able to establish that he does seem to be fairly on the up and up. He, um, just through your investigations, you're able to believe that, yes, he has been frequently travelled across the continent. He did go through training at the capital. It takes some time before you are able to steer the conversation around to any guests that there may have been in the uh, that may have been within the island recently. Despite his um, many attempts to hide behind first social pressure, manners, and so forth, there is a small trip that he makes in his conversation where he advises that there was recently. An incident at the manor about eight, sorry, six days ago before he very quickly catches himself and says, oh, I, I apologize. That was a uh, unseeming business for one who is uh, not on my Lord's payroll. Please, please, I beg you, do me a favor and pretend you didn't hear it. Can I use um, my uh, mind, what's my mind reading ability called again? Detect thoughts. Detect thoughts, yeah. Yeah, just to skim across the top to see if I can get an image, like a a face. A face. Let me have a look. Um, Nero. Alrighty. Uh, you are definitely able to do so. You're just going to do it outright, or yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yes. Let me bring up spells. Minor illusion. Um, I don't know if you've got detect thoughts from the looks of things. 
this is the my annoying thing of my my different monastic traditions. So I lost two of my other shadow arts, but gained. Um, so I don't have darkness or silence, but got um, the tech thoughts and mind spike instead. Oh, okay. So it just has an update on the character profile then. That's all. I can't delete the old character. I can't delete. Yeah, I, don't, I can't figure out how to edit the um, the monk profile. Oh, really? Oh, well, give me a sec. I'll do that for you now. You said Way of the Shadow? Uh, so under Shadow Arts, I don't have Darkness and I don't have Silence. Okay. I will, I think, need to make that alteration separately because for whatever reason, it's not actually showing up for me. Oh, wait, no, there it goes. Um, let me have a look. Class. I would have gone, yeah, down a level and then back up a level. Yeah, <laughs> probably the easiest way around it. Yeah, okay. Just build your character up again, make him even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just re-roll the entire thing, we'll wait. <laughs> I took eight levels in Dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my son. <laughs> Dragonborn is a race, not a class. <laughs> no, you're wrong because in Skyrim it's something you can be there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> With no real reason as to why, just no. because. But it's more like in Fortnite you could do that. <laughs> God. Uh, is it, it? Yeah, there it is. Monk, Way of the Shadow. Okay, yeah, I think I'm going to have to come back and manually do this a little bit later. All right. Anyway, for Detect Thoughts, that's easy enough. Um,. Do, 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 do. It does have that, all right. Okay, sorry, just reading over one particular thing. So as you begin to use the Detect Thoughts ability, there is a sudden moment where Gerald just simply stops and stares at you. Uh, are you attempting to cast a spell? I'm I'm no uh, I'm no sp I'm a I'm a cop I'm a detective I'm a private eye I can't cast spells. He stops for a moment and then he invest just looks you up and down. Uh, roll me deception. Is it actually magic though? It's monkish. Hmm. Can I use the Bardic Inspiration? I haven't actually seen what I rolled yet. <laughs> yes, you may. To help you out, he um, is rolling an Insight right now, and he just got a 17. Oh, but you just beat him with an 18. <laughs> All right. So he looks at you for a moment before right. he seems to agree. Uh, I apologize. Uh, some of the uh, 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 your hand exercises, I assume, they looked very similar to a uh, spell intended to. Uh, uh, never mind. Um, I'm sorry. You were saying. So, as you begin to skim over his thoughts, you are able to see that yes, he does seem to be very well aware of a visitor to the island some time ago. Actually, let me uh, pull you and me into the other chat since I've been advised this is what I can do now. Just a sec. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.
This is a really long boat ride. It is a long boat ride. For 10 I minutes. Yeah. Isn't Nero still hungover? He must be, like, dreading this boat ride. No, didn't we? We got him healed in it on the way. Yeah, we, He's been five gold. Oh, okay. I don't actually know what Awakened Fables, Awakened Fables' birthday was for. Like, obviously, I, I didn't see any announcements anywhere, not even on Facebook. Well, you're in the inner circle, aren't you? Aren't you in the inner circle? Mm. You knew about the Empire and stuff, that's what I'm saying. So if you don't know... Maybe he's been cast out of the inner circle and no one told him. Addison, is that true? Yes. Well, I mean, I, would, I don't know. I wouldn't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. <laughs> I'd run to the end of the boat and just dive into the water, start swimming for sure. Um, is he okay? No, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, do you need me to remind you of the shield? <laughs> <laughs> Donk. <laughs> and Nero is unconscious for the rest of the session. <laughs> I oh, casually um, walk around to Soturum and, and the others uh, and Tinkrit and one by one, uh, you know, Morgan and Ogre and say it's uh, the necromancer was here. It was him. Of course it was. So as Nero makes his rounds, there is suddenly a clearing of the throat from Jerob. Um, Gentlemen, if you will look towards the head of the boat, you'll be able to... Uh, See the Foxcoal Manor. So in the distance, you can see a fairly small and squat island, which seems to just have almost been built directly on top of the sea itself. Just judging from the nearby waves, you can see that it is barely out of range of some of the largest waves. And particularly during a storm season, there is no way that this entire island isn't being dumped. But the more magically astute among you can see a slight shimmer, a magical dome which is barely visible at this particular um perception point that seems to be co uh, covering the entire island from head to the shoreline itself in the distance you can see that there does seem to be a dock which is down by the shoreline as well as a fairly steep climb up to the manor grounds itself i uh will say mr granite that is truly an impressive um, warding that you ha that that surrounds the the island. But do you maintain that all by yourself? My um, my pride would dictate to me that uh, yes, uh, and sorry, would dictate that I answer yes that I am solely in charge of this ward. But in actuality, this particular ward was originally set up by mages far greater than I. Once it has been set up, I, they seem to have been quite ingenious, but it is much easier for a low, lowly mage such as myself to maintain. But no, it's, still, it's quite impressive, my man. Quite impressive. He gives you a nod, um, accepting the compliment. Thank you. It is, uh, it is difficult, but I quite enjoy, the, quite enjoy the challenge of keeping my noble family safe. Well, Mr. Grenadier, we must, if we have some time after... Uh... We've met uh, Lord Salopay. We must we must discuss this ward. It, it, it fascinates me. Oh uh, well, there. I of do course, if your lord permits it. I do maintain a workshop on the grounds itself. If uh, you do have some time, and we 
do, of course, attain the permission of uh, the Lord Air, then you're more than welcome to seek me out and we can discuss uh, magical workings. I'm most grateful, Mr. Grenet. All right. So... It only takes a few moments for the boat itself to begin rounding around the dock which has been set up. In contrast to the rest of the island, it looks like this dock has been broken many times over, judging by the quality of the wood here, which seems to be of a low-cost wood, which has just been very quickly slapped together to look as grand and showy as possible without putting too much work into it. Uh, gentlemen, I will be able to escort you from the dock itself up to the grounds. However, I, uh, I believe that the air will not be available to see you until the lunchtime hour. You are free to peruse the grounds in that time, but if you are so inclined, you may also seek refreshments from within the, uh, the manor itself. Um, can I, um, confirm, Sam, that the powerful magic that I can sense the other evening in the city is in fact radiating from here? Yes, you can. So now that you are this close, it is very easy to tell that this is the source of the overwhelming power. Can I distinguish between the warding or is it something else I'm sensing? Uh, Give me a sec. Let's see what's on your spell list. Otherwise, I can roll Arcana. Do you want me to check spell list or Arcana? I don't think I have detect magic um, or any, anything like that that'll help in the spell list, but yep. um, so yeah, it'll have to be an Arcana roll. That's all good. Alright, Arcana of, oh, that's a natty one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Alright, so this close to the warding itself, you can almost feel that your magical senses are getting a little bit overwhelmed by the sheer power and age of the warding that's directly ahead of you. Unfortunately, you're not really able to sense anything aside from this overwhelming power just come emanating from the wards. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to save that, that one either. Alrighty, not going to save it. Ooh, what can I do here? Hmm. Alright, so as you stretch out your magical senses in an attempt to find out whether there is anything additional uh, to what's going on, there is a sudden snap of thunder throughout the air and Solturum is abruptly forced back and slammed against the boat. Uh, Just a sec. Uh, That needs one less slash. Alright. Um... (laughs) Alright, apparently you take one point of force damage, but as it does, you can feel your grasp over your magical powers fizzle for a moment and altogether just begin to fade until you're left with the barest minimum of your magical power. Uh, For the rest of the day, you will only be restricted to your cantrips and your level one spells. I regret that decision now. Um, um, I can take magic if you want me to use it. No, no, no. I, I was more just idle to see whether there was um, the the magical sources. Of, uh, anyway, look, I mean, I think that I'm just going to say, oh, my lord, Granite, Mr. Granite, what what was that? What type of warding is this? How can, how, surely I cannot be the first um, guest with magical abilities to pass through the to part to come to the castle. How can you? How can you? that you operate such a warding which is so dangerous to those that approach it. 
I apologise, Lord Vikram. I uh, should have advised that the wardings themselves tend to be rather temperamental for those who are endeavouring to use magical power without the express permission of the heir. Well, 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 Mr. Grenada, I, I, I feel quite affected by the 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 whatever just happened then, and I and I I, I must rest straight away. Um, are you? Could you please direct me to a place where I can I can rest? Of course, I will direct you towards the manor's sick room, where the Lord's healer will look you over to ensure that no lasting damage has been done. All right. So the trek up the stairway isn't too difficult. It looks like a few spells have been set into the staircase itself to keep everything dry and prevent any the buildup of mold or anything slimy that might prevent uh, a terrible case of a fall here. And even as you round the final stair up into the grounds itself, you are struck for a moment by the sheer beauty of the gardens and even the architecture that's here. In sheer contrast to the rest of the country, this entire grounds is just covered in a layer of green, green grass, which is a shocking sight after the autumn browns and the occasional snow which you guys have been dealing with. You can see that there are also a variety of fruiting trees currently around, and with that, the scent of ripe fruit and flowers which constantly fills the air, as well as a few bees and other insects which are only generally out and about during the spring and summer months. Directly ahead of you is a incomparable and exquisite manor, uh, directly in front of which is a large fountain which is currently jetting out at least three um streams of water as we approach the um the manor sam i I, i'll convey to lord tinker the 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 effect i've had from sensing the wardings and that i i believe that i'm incapacitated outside of extremely minor magic um and also um uh convey that to the rest of the party as convening on the walk up so this is just what you're saying that we can't cast magic here no, no. I, I, I've I've tried to sense the wards, and <clears throat> something criti- so, so, something happened. I don't know what it is, but it's completely exhausted me, and I, right. I feel incapable of be- of being able to use my magic outside of the most basic of cantrips. It's only early too. I, 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 I I'll see what the healer has to say, but I suspect I may need a long rest before um I, I'll be um able to access the source of my power um perhaps uh that might i might i might try and rest um through the day today goodness the whole day <laughs> well i think i i think i need to uh, i i need to rest um to be able to re- recover my magic i'll see if this healer is able to assist in any way okay Unless a restoration may serve, we hope. Well, I mean, if anyone wants to try lesser restoration on me, if anyone's got that spell, I could. Would you like me to try it? Uh, yes, I suppose. Might as well. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I got hit by force damage. I'm not really quite sure. It's a cri- it's it, it's a it's a critical fail effect. So. Um, yeah, but- Sam, is there? Do I know what the nature of the th- of what's affecting me is? Is it something which I would know might be able to be healed? 
For the most part, you... Oh, wait, what is your passive arcana? 14. 14. Do you want me to roll for you, or would you like to go with the 14? I'll go with the 14. Alrighty. So, as near as you can tell, your interaction with the wards for, in all intents and purposes, seems to have shorted out your magical ability. Basically, it's not the most common of warding, but sometimes it's a defense mechanism in many older... Uh, noble families. Basically, if a ward is inspected, occasionally it might uh, have the capacity that when detected, it will bump its magics against yours, and your magic is ultimately shorted out. It's not necessarily critical or fatal, unless you are an incredibly potent magical creature, but you should be able to recover your strength again with a good rest. Okay. Um, Do I know whether um, a healing spell from a heal would affect would 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 would, would it would uh, cure me of the effect you do not know okay. it says lesser restoration says it'll cure you of one condition affecting you doesn't it specify the conditions though yes no it says it, no, it, says it can be The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. But, be, you know, being the rules lawyer, it doesn't say condition is, can be, and is restricted to. <laughs> it said can be. No, nope, it's fair <laughs> enough. Um, Addison, can you roll me? Let's, I think I've done Arcana too much, but I might get another one. Last, hopefully, Arcana check from you guys. Hit me with Arcana. Fuck, can't. Didn't go through. Ah, uh, my dice rolls are going off. Give me a second. <laughs> I, um, thought Rob, I thought Rob just declared the dice because I can't see what's going on. So when I heard Rob speak, then I went, oh, he's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Rob wouldn't kill you. Intentionally. I wouldn't. No, no, I was thinking Mog Khan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think that's, is that 19? Yes. I'm fairly sure it's 19. All right. So with a 19, um, Addison Morkan is going to have a flexible enough magical knowledge with a lesser restoration that he's going to be able to uh, ground Solturum a little bit and at least restore access to his second level spell slots. Right. Look, I, I'll, I don't know if I'm going to cure all your spell issues, but I think you might be able to get a little bit stronger out of this. Uh, thank you, Morkan. I, I still might, I still might go see the healer and and see if I, I the healer has anything that can assist me in returning to my full magical powers. But your your assistance has been uh, excellent. I feel much better. Not a problem, my friend. I'm going to get around this natural one somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any twenties up your sleeve? He has seven. Oh. No, that's Luke. Not oh, sorry, yeah, that's Luke. Um, I think I have two or one. I can't remember. Uh, let's look. You currently have two. I might try the healer out. Come and meet you for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. So, as Saltorum heads off towards the healer in order to try and get his um, 
Boo Boo's fixed up. The rest of you are invited to stroll the grounds, which, as previously mentioned, are quite exquisite. You can see that there does seem to be a variety of guardsmen who are currently on patrol on the skirting wall which surrounds the majority of the um, manor grounds itself. In fact, that tends to form the boundary wall of the magical spell as well. And even as you go venture around, you're able to quickly establish that the ground seems to have its own um, specialised swimming area, a small maze, a outdoor entertaining area, which when you look through it seems to lead onto a library, as well as a small garden and the guards barracks itself. Cool. <laughs> hmm. Everyone's um, cool. Let's. Who wants to go for a stroll while we wait for our good friend Solturum? Definitely me. I'll do some sightseeing. Yeah, might as well come with. Take in the views, you know? Let's all do that. Even as you stroll, you are able to ascertain that the level of money here is almost at a extravagant level of waste that even your esteemed noble families would sort of be reluctant to um, inject into their own noble grounds. Um, in the distance, you can also see that the storm that was on the horizon is slowly getting um, closer. And even in the sur uh, seas surrounding the island itself, you can see that things are getting much choppier with the ocean waves steadily rising up. Uh, anything you guys want to do on the grounds itself, or you're just going to wait till lunchtime? What is it? How many, how many people, how many... Uh... Guards and workers, does he have just by rough count? So, grounds people, you're able to see that there seems to be seven or eight, just to, you aren't entirely sure. You've been able to lose track on some of them. For the guards people, it looks like there are at least four of them working each wall at any one time, as well as an additional four which are guard guarding the two entrance, sorry, three entrances into the manor itself. And presumably, um, there is another two going up and down the main path. Do the non, do the groundspeople, etc., do they, are they passing in and out of the, without being hassled? They are moving around the grounds without being hassled. Correct. But they're going inside as well. Not often. Any time that you see them actually entering the manor itself, it's usually through one of the side servant entrances, usually towards the kitchen. And they're unguarded? Uh, yes. Hmm. Lord Tinkrit, do you think it's time for me to uh, adopt a disguise? That sounds like a reasonably good idea to me. Hmm. Would you like some assistance? I think so, because I'll probably die. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, first of all, you can use my um, cloth. Your cloth? Yes, one moment. I'm just going to share it in chat. It's not going to be the shift weave, is it? Yes, the shift weave. Okay, so the five imp uh, outfits you've imprinted on there are going to look like very tiny clothing on Nero. Got it. Uh, no, but I haven't imprinted five. I've only imprinted two. 
and one of them was a servant thing anyway and doesn't like D D have no issue with size are you being sizest sam of course <laughs> Into, you know? DM, i have to be <laughs> <laughs> it's okay just play him off as a stripper <laughs> I don't think that's going to work very well either. Um, I'm a sexy groundskeeper here to uh, dig your soil. Just a cross dresser, but I'm here for the wontons. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could be a cook, the wonton, <laughs> the specialty wonton cook. <laughs> a wanton wonton cook. Um, it sounds like what would you like to guess as? Nero, because you can. I've still got like three more. I've only used two. I think one of the uh, one of the house servants, ideally, so I can just walk straight through. Okay. And do you want me? To, oh, I can use my my deception skills on you. Let's see what I can do. A little bit of a makeup disguise thing. That is a twenty-three. Very nice. All right, just a sec. All right, so with the 23, um, you are able to uh, pull off a flawless recreation of the groundsman's gear. Uh, What specifically, which groundsman duty would you like to provide to him? Oh, it's... uh... Ideally, lavatory cleaner, lavatory cleaner. Yes, (laughs) that lavatory cleaner. Yeah, because you could go anywhere with that one, all the different Mm. places. That's a good idea. Even though you were being mean, it's a good idea. (laughs) You can be mean and smart at the same time, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) Well, you're not wrong. All right, so you want to go for a lavatory clean? Yep, easy. Okay. Well, so, are they called oubliettes? I yeah. believe they are, but honestly, I'd assume in a magical society, particularly for nobles, they'd do it, you know, Harry Potter style, where they'd just get a mage to vanish it all. Oh, grody. Or oh, put it into another dimension. Imagine <laughs> being that poor dimension. This <laughs> <laughs> is the elemental plane of poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No wonder those demons hate us so much. <laughs> oh no, surprisingly they love it. We uh we, we don't talk about the demons of that plane. They're like English Tory members of parliament. <laughs> oh Harold, I disagree. <laughs> Alright, so you're provided with a lavatory specialist <laughs> outfit, I guess, for like a term. <laughs> Rubber gloves, goggles. Because <laughs> you got a cart too, and a bucket. A bucket. <laughs> this is my bucket. All right. Um, do you guys want to take a quick ten-minute break before we move on? Sure. All right. All right. Yeah. We've been at it for two hours. I figure yeah. we probably need a ten-minute break. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. So you've been able to create the secret disguise of the um. There's got to be a official name for it, but, you know, the lavatory specialist, get, let's go with that. <laughs> the hygiene specialist? I don't know. Um, what would you guys like to do from here? 
Oh, is that healer able to do anything? Uh, just a sec. Alright, so... Oh, wait, no, apparently there is a... Fi- oh, wait, no, maybe not. Sorry, I thought there was an official name for this. Apparently not. Oh, nope, here it is. Apparently the um, name for someone who deals with human feces and all that is a Gong Farmer. There we Gong go. Farmer. Yeah. Straight to LinkedIn. Not a scatologist? No, surprisingly. Gong Farmer. Farmer. Yeah. Right, yeah. Gong Farmer, Gong Farmer, Gong Scourer. We can call you a Gong Scourer. Well, I prefer that, yeah. Or if you want to be uh, fancier, it's Nightman. Scour your bone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you have gone through and you have been able to um, create your particular disguise. Um, With the healer, Luke, um, she has a very quick and brisk look over Saltorum before she just gives a bit of a noise. Uh, Every time there's a mage who visits who gets a bit too uppity for his breaches and has to check everything out, this happens. You'll be fine. Just make sure you don't cast any heavy magics for the rest of the day and your power will be returned to you by morning. <clears throat> if I was to, to take a rest by now, rest uh, from now and try and get some sleep for the day, would my magic be restored by the evening? She just gives a bit of a shrug. Take a rest if you want. I, it, frankly, will make no matter. All right, well, I uh, might uh, return to the group. All right. So by the time you stumble up to the group, um, you see Lugo, who is properly, thoroughly dressed as a nightman. I'm unsurprised. (laughs) (laughs) Just, I look the same to you. If you cut your hair. Okay. Um, I, I, am be, I am going to have some difficulties casting any, anything heavy duty. I suspect we, we proceed cautiously if you, if, there's, if you want to rely on my magic at all. I don't think I'll be in a fit position to, to, to provide any assistance until the morning. Hopefully we won't, hopefully we won't need you to use your magic. Um, I, I suggest that we... You cast your what's name on him anyway to get him up to all his two levels, second level spells, first and second level spells. Oh, he's already done that. Oh, he's already done that. Okay, sorry. yeah, yeah. Sam, can you send me um, to the the um, chat um, what my second level spells and cantrips are? If just come if you can just like I don't know, cut and paste some images or something. That's so good. Oh, as in this chat. Oh, whatever. Um, whatever's convenient for you to convey, because I'm not on Roll20, so it needs to be something on Discord. Okay, so more, do you want me revealing it to everyone, or just on Discord? Oh, you can reveal it to everyone. I don't mind. Alright. Give me a second. Hello, so sure. I think now would be a good opportunity to... Uh... Charm one of these here um, uh, workers to temporarily join our party whilst I uh, disappear inside. Um, Sam, he said he wasn't on World 20. You've got to put it on Discord. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I'd be able to get through it without somebody pointing it out. 
<laughs> All right, there we go. Okay, what about second levels? Do I have any then? Um, not at the moment, weirdly. You pretty much have the rest of the spells that are sent to you privately from your overall spell list were... I should also have, with what, with the feat I took, um, Kinetic Force, Kinetic Shield, um, and one other one. <laughs> Goat Charming. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be listed on your spell list at the very least. It might be um, um, in your personal stuff. Let me just double check where. It w- was updated when I took the feed on, but I'm not sure when. You should still you should have access to my current character sheet, shouldn't you? I'm looking at your character sheet right now. Yeah, your second level <laughs> spells were Charm Person and Lesser Restoration. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Oh, lesser restoration is uh, um, is my draconic heritage. I think um, you have a chaos bolt, ray of frost, and fire bolt from your standard actions. I think from your uh, yep from magic initiate, yeah, but okay. it doesn't seem to have anything from the kinetics area. It's got kinetic barrier and kinetic lance. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Where is yeah. that? Um, let me see if I can post it into. Oh, it doesn't look like I can do it. Uh, Hang on, here we go. Try this. That and that. Okay, yeah, they're also being listed. Apparently, for whatever reason, they're not being listed on the spells that you know list. And that. Oh my goodness, that's a big long one. (laughs) (laughs) It's filling up the whole chat. What's that one? Chaos Bolt. Uh, Chaos Bolt. Okay. So with the list you sent me and those four, that should be what I have access to at the moment. Correct. Um, let me just put those into the Discord for you as well. Kinetic Barrier. Cantrip. Um, kinetic Lance. Cantrip. Chaos Bolts. First. There we go. Okay. Thank you. All good. Who am I going to spy on now? Everyone. Yeah. Let's, have, let's have a look at Morkan. <gasps> Addison looks up in, in alarm. Oh, God. <laughs> He's having an affair with his sister. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. His whoa. real name's Jamie. <laughs> Morkan does, canonically does not have a sister. <laughs> yeah, he's having the affair with his brother. <laughs> that makes it even weirder. <laughs> it's my stepsister, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what are you guys doing? Well, I'm trying to convince Sarchurum that we're going to ne- that I should disappear. I should go off. Mm. But if I go off, we need someone to replace me. I don't think we do, though, because the thing is they know who the members of the party are, and you had a rather memorable experience with Mr. Durant, um, which no doubt has been reported back in at least, maybe not in terms of that experience, but at least him retaining in his memory that um, Mm. you. So I would think it might just be easier to say that um, you've retired or your chambers or you... You felt seasick or something, you know? Mm. Mm. Having the legs back. Chernobyl's outside the, the Tinkered Bardiness and Adventuring Company Proprietary Limited. Um, peasants are invisible. 
So it makes no you you are invisible to them. Yes, comrades. We we are the only members of the um, parasitic class that um, seek to advance your interests. <laughs> right, brothers, down tools. Won't lie, I was hoping Nero going away. You guys were going to be like, no, let's uh, dress Salturum up as Nero to cover yeah. his eyes. Yes. So so so, so, so Nero, feel free, feel free, feel free to go and clean your toilets. Um, confident that we can cover your absence. Great. <laughs> and consistent with what happened back in town, which was all part of my ploy, I was very sick this morning. You were? Yes, you were. That was, that was I... excellent. That was excellent long game there, um, Nero. <laughs> excellent long game. Tinkrit would later find a toilet scrubbing brush in his bed. <laughs> Why would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing right. generous. So Nero is heading off to explore the area. What would the rest of you guys like to do in the meantime? I will rest. All right. Well, there is a delightful little um, man-made pool slash lake nearby if you would like to take advantage. I will. Excellent. Um, can I use survival and see if there's any tracks in odd areas? Possibly leading to like secret areas. I'm more inclined to say it's investigation, but I will allow it because you've made a good enough rationale for me. Um. Sorry, my D&D Beyond is not loading. But you are receiving a message in Morse code. Yeah. 27? 27. Ooh, very nice. Alrighty. So I'm presuming you're going to be doing this just in your own mind. So give me a sec. And let's pull you into Awakened Fable's birthday. What? Very much more vibrating. Why is that so much vibrating? Rob, to distract my girlfriend, I got her playing um, The Last of Us. She said she wanted to play it before when I told her that the second one's coming out. Makes sense. Yeah. It's a great game. Yeah. Rob says that what you're playing is a great game. Oh, I thought you said it was shit. No, I said the second one shit, but apparently it's not shit. It's just because um, sexist yeah. and homophobic saying it's shit. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, can I... <laughs> That's dead. All right. Anyway. All right. I come in to hear, like, two of you guys giggling to yourself. Honestly, that makes me paranoid. <laughs> I know, just... My girlfriend's playing uh, The Last of Us, and she's complaining that she can't run, because it's the very first mission. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, where the fuck is the phone, then? It must be Joel at this point, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, so, Luke... If you want to say anything, otherwise we'll move on. 
I'm sorry, you've got very, uh, very. I think Robert Robert Luke was asking if um, what he found with his amazing role. Oh yeah, okay. But are we all your separate areas at the moment? I thought we worked to walk together. You can lead us. Wait, did she die? All right, so there's like a bunch of in the north area, and there's. <laughs> this is amazing. This just clears up all the questions you guys have. Do we need to <laughs> roll? In, do, we, do we need to roll investigation to understand what Luke is saying? I think I'm just. <laughs> is that inside? Is that all right? Or oh, um, you just got really jumbled up again. That was all. Okay, my internet's been really fucking bad tonight. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of guard tracks in the northwest area of the island, but there's nothing really there to guard. So it's very suspicious. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Let's um, do what we normally do and entirely ignore the clues. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's go have a party. Is there anything for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> I really need a drink. I'm at a cabana by the pool. <laughs> Service here is terrible. <laughs> and there's towels on all the chairs. Bloody Germans. <laughs> well, we're supposed to be in like a Ger- uh, are we in French or a German area? French. French. There you go. It would be the Germans then. Well, look, that 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 um, I think means that we should probably. Um, engage in the social niceties, Lord Tinkrit, that we have to do tonight, and um, we can dismiss our retainers, and our retain- and um, they can see if they can investigate further these guard tracks. Certainly, yes, yes. Off you uh, go. And I am not at all trying to drag this out until I can have a long rest. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> Falls asleep by the pool and roll the constitution to see how uh, good your sunburn is. <laughs> you could have had a long rest. Six hours is enough. I'm covered in my cloak. <laughs> so if you don't fall asleep and accidentally roll into the water. Mm. It's all right. He'll be fine. He can float. <laughs> Face down. <laughs> all righty. So, for the next few hours, you are able to ascertain yourself and begin to discreetly explore the ground, trying to find any particular location or suspicious activity. Aside from that, which has been identified by Ogre, uh, you aren't able to find anything too out of the ordinary for a established noble ground, uh, noble manor grounds. Solterum is able to sun himself by the pool, but after about two hours, you receive a servant of the main house who approaches both Solterum and uh, Tinkerit before making a bow. Uh, my, my lord, see, you and your retinue have been invited up to the house now to uh, engage in lunch with the uh, with the the Lord Heir. We've given them um, the afternoon off. So they will act as they choose. Oh, um, uh, I understand, my lord. Uh, in that case, <coughs> I will escort you to the uh, the dining hall. 
Are we right to go on our own? Solturum? I um, kind of whisper. No, I have no difficulty with that. Hmm. All right. Sorry, go on. I'm just thinking if it goes to poo, what's going to happen? Just the two of us. Well, if it goes to poo, oh, wow. you know who to call. Our gong scourer. I can fade away, but you're going to be in trouble. Well, what we can do is we can um, get there, I can use the facilities, and then I can um, quietly say to the Chamberlain that the facilities are in a dire state of um, dire state and need immediate cleaning. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Don't man me, gents. Just clean in your shitter while you're having lunch there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ogre and Moghan. Yes, um, and it, it needs bodyguarding at the same time. <laughs> when you when you when you hear the chaos start, <laughs> come running. Um, don't we still have those like sending stones? Do they do they work between each other? We've never tried that. No, no, you did that, not. That sounds like us too, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought of it last week and then didn't bother to mention it. <laughs> powerful magical communication device, then don't work out how it works. <laughs> now, guys, we could use our mobile phones, but I think if we just scream loudly, we can save on our deals. All right. Um, we'll communicate by the communication stones. Can we do that? Let's just test that out. Okay. Oh. Upon subsequent testing, you are able to establish, yes, your communication stones can talk with one another. Breaker, breaker, this is Spider Mike. <laughs> how, many, how many weeks has it been? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two months, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, Lord Tinkrit, let's uh, make our way to meet Lord Cellophane. Let's do that. Mr. Cellophane, let's do that. Don't do that. Hey. That's, I'm just going to get my head now. Yeah, can, <laughs> my, my Lord Tinkrit, I, I know you like a joke, but c- can we please try and um, navigate this without any slights? Olga, did you want to check out the northwest of the island? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> well. And if don't mind us, gents, we're just a half orc <laughs> and a wire. Casually, anyone, anyone, anyone says anything, we'll just have our swords and weapons, our shields and weapons, drawn heavily armored. I say we're sparring. I think there's a the good chance they might ignore them because they're a half orc and a Goliath. <laughs> yeah, just just say we're having a good spar up there, and you know. They, they'll leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> and if, yep, and if trouble exactly starts in, in the manor, they'll come straight back from the northwest of the island. Yeah. Nero's off clean toilets, isn't he? He's not with us. Because um, it probably would have been good to ask him um, what the necromancer looked like from his detect thoughts on parent. Anyway, off we go. <laughs> Can we assume that he's told us that in the, like, eight months since he found out? Well, I could assume that, but frankly, it's more fun to make you guys pay for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to go in there. So the waitstaff uh, directly leads you, it begins to lead you into the manor and past the guards. It looks like the pathway that you're being taken through is through the library, and as you go through, you can see that the baron, sorry, baronry of Foxkull seems to have an immense library, which is probably the envy of everyone in the eastern side of this continent. As you pass through the um, 
let's say, mahogany doors. And into the main hallways, you can see, again, ridiculously obstinate levels of artwork, paintings, and pretty much everything in between. It's, again, a level of extravagance, which would probably be very bad for most people uh, for most noble families coffers um as you go past the main sorry the main hallway and past the double stairway which will lead up into the um upper levels of the house and presumably the living quarters you're escorted through to the dining hall where you can see a intimate table which can probably seat about 40 people uh, with the last quarter which is currently laden down with food. At the head of the table you can see a small mousy looking man who simply stares at you as you enter the room before he gets up and gives a bow as if from one uh, inferior to a superior as he is the heir to your uh, presumable lordships. What? Uh, also at the table, you can see what looks like the captain of the guard from um, Escheridge, Captain Julien Pellissier, who looks less than happy to actually be in this room. Hmm. Sorry, Sam, can you just repeat that? The, the person who stood up and bowed to us, were you uh, saying that he was bowing to us as someone who was uh, um, uh, acknowledging people higher in the high, in the social hierarchy I than himself. the opposite. He's being a fucktard. No, he, you were correct. So he was acknowledging that he is low, lower in the social hierarchy. Oh, good. Okay. okay. So, That's good. Okay. All right. I'll approach the table and um, I'll say um, good afternoon. Captain Pellissier. So the captain's eyes very quickly dart between you and the air. Um... For, uh, <laughs> Well, hold a second. I'm, I'm, I'm confused here. I thought this other guy that was with him wasn't the heir. Oh, so no, the heir, is, yeah. So the heir, so what Rob said is correct. The heir is, was being sarcastic in his bow. No, you guys, he is the heir. You guys are lords, aren't you? We are. Yes, yes so he is technically lower in the social hierarchy because he hasn't inherited his title yet. Oh, we're, no, oh. We're, I, I am not the lord of Pipe Drone. I am, no, neither am I. I am oh. a scion of House Pipe Drone. Yes, uh, um, I'm, I'm close to you know in the succession, but I'm not the lord of the entire house. Yeah, it's the same with me. I, I've 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 left my house to make my fortune, um, and haven't yet assumed um, a position, uh, um, uh, leading the house. So we're probably equal social standing. We are. We are. Yep. All right. So in that case, he will. Bow to you in a way which does indicate from that of a social superior to an inferior. Oh. Yes. Okay. All right. Nick, like, do you um, still want me to be nice? Yes. Uh, my Lord Salope, um, we are uh, most grateful at your kind invitation for us to visit this magnificent manor um, of Barony Fox, uh, Foxall. It is truly magnificent. So he yeah. bows his yeah, head graciously. Focal is very pretty. <laughs> my, 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 my Lord Tinkrit is obviously overwhelmed by the magnificence of your of uh, of, of uh, your dear mother's uh, your family's manner. <laughs> your mother. <laughs> 
All right. So the uh, Salope Foxcal, heir to the baronry, inclines his head. Indeed, we have um, many who come here who are simply overwhelmed by the uh, great fortune that my family possesses. But please be seated. We have prepared a feast to welcome you and your retinue. And then a clouded face just, sorry, a clouded look just passes his face. And uh, Addison, why are you waving? (laughs) All right, never mind. Sorry, sorry. Um, that was my girlfriend. Uh, I had oh, to step okay. away for a second. I just saw a hand waving to me from the middle of the screen. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, that right. was... <laughs> I'm in another room at the moment. <laughs> Got it. All right. <clears throat> sorry, what was I saying? Um, I understand that you were... It meant to have others. I had invited the captain here to... Uh, speak with uh, a number among your retinue, the uh, I believe Captain Melanero? Captain? <laughs> yeah. oh, well, my lord, that, that they that they have been working incredibly hard for us over recent uh, months and we they were so entranced by your grounds that we um, uh, offered them, and I meant, we mean, I meant no, no offense to you by doing so. I, I didn't expect that you'd wish to see them, but we offered them the afternoon to themselves um, to uh, indulge in the wonder which is your grounds. He just gives a bit of a shrug before he just abruptly snaps his fingers. Immediately, a runner in the background just bolts off deeper into the house. It is no worry. I am uh, here to entertain you, as is our royal, sorry, our noble custom. I believe here that you will find many uh, exquisite treats from across the continent, including some of the uh, wine that we actually grow here specifically at um, upon the baronry. I hope you will uh, enjoy it. We also have some from further north, up in Austria. Hmm. Oh, I, I, I'm most grateful. Um... Lord Salope, unfortunately, I, I am not going to partake. I, I'm not feeling well today, um, but I, I thank you for your kind offer. The, the, the food certainly looks um, 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 delicious. Um, can I, may I inquire as to uh, your mother's health? Uh, I trust she's well. Last I knew, my mother was quite fine and attempted to be uh, stonewalling one of the latest decrees from the king, namely to uh, provide the peasantry with uh, free schooling from their ages of uh, until 10. I believe that it would be a phenomenal waste of time, and uh, as does my mother. Horrifying. Horrifying. Who will, who's going to work the fields then in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the spring? That seems like a poorly thought through idea. It is my thought exactly, and fortunately my esteemed mother believes the same, but, you know, we do have those soft-hearted folk who only seem to believe that the peasantry are human. Uh, I don't believe, uh, Lord Selfie, we we met when you were (laughs) living in the capital, but um, I I certainly um, have heard... uh, uh, I certainly have heard of you and and of some of your exploits... um, and um, it, it, is, it was uh, something I was very keen to do, being in this area of the, of the kingdom, to, to stop by and to formally introduce myself. Yeah. Uh, 
So that one kind of sounds like you're lying a little bit. <laughs> uh, I think that's what I recall. I mean, I mean, I've heard of his exploits. Uh, I mean, I'm not talking about what those exploits are, but. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, roll me deception at advantage for that one. Uh, okay. You'll have to do that for me. Oh. <laughs> I'm very pretty, okay. <laughs> Damn, I can't even back that up. Alright. Let's have a look. Do, 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 do. beyond loading. Oh, looks like Michael's getting into the uh, minis painting as well. Sorry. Okay, well, apparently you can roll on his behalf as well. That's weird. Are you I'm a good witch or a bad witch? I'm just seeing if I could do it. All right, so that's an 18 followed by a 13. All right, so... The heir's eyes just narrow as he seems to try to be investigating your uh, words for any level of insult, veiled or otherwise, but apparently he seems to satisfy himself that you mean no particular harm, and instead his face acquires a bit of a pleased look to it. Uh, yes, I uh, was known as quite the popular person at, um, at the academy within the uh, capital city. I must admit, I do feel it is a shame that you are not near me around the time for our classes. I believe that we could have had a beneficial relationship for our academia. Uh, just so, just so. I, I must say, uh, Lord Selipi, uh I, I must excuse myself for, briefly for a minute. I just need to um, admire the view from one of the more uh, private rooms you may have near the dining room. I'm not really quite sure how to actually ask to go to the toilet as a member of a royal. <laughs> I need to see um, a man about a dog. Tell me, the Lord Air, where is your crapper? Who's <laughs> the lavatories? My, my, my Lord, if, you, if your chamberlain would be so kind as to direct me in uh, to the facilities. Surely a noble would say, I must spend a penny. <laughs> penny? I, I've never heard of such a thing. I must you beg your forbearance. I believe I require the ablutions, but I shall be back momentarily. Mm -hmm. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So he just gives you a bit of a dismissive hand wave, and then he does this. All right. Sorry. Okay, I'll go do that, and then I'll um, come back. Um, and can I... Oh, unless Tinkrit wants to carry on conversation briefly while I... Um, Oh, I'm going to regret saying this um, while I'm momentarily absent. Are you going to cast Minor Illusion? Um, I'm reluctant to cast any spells. Really? Try it. <laughs> can't cast. Wardle smack me. <laughs> really? Can't cast anything? Cast... What's going on? Can't cast Wild Magic. Do it. Do it, Sam. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what were you doing? Uh, what were you wanting to do, Luke? Uh, nothing. I'm coming back, and I'm going to walk over to the uh, one of his retainers and discreetly whisper, um, "That is a disgrace. It reeks. Would you need to clean it immediately? You need to get someone to clean it immediately." So the retainer simply bows. Oh, uh, I, I apologize, my my lord. I will organize someone to do that immediately. Okay. Enter stage right Nero. 
<laughs> so I've right. just been about to break into the private study. But no, I'll come clean the toilet. No, you're playing. No, no, we aren't cleaning up in there. All right. So during the intervening time, the air, Lord Air um, simply turns to Tinkrit instead. And um, my Lord Tinkrit of Pipe Drone, is it? I understand that you are meant to be a uh, bard of some repute. Not meant. I am a bard of some repute, my good land. Ah, wonderful. I understand that my mother seems to um, have a number of acquaintances within the capital. Uh, tell me, I do have you... heard that your mother has a number of acquaintances within the capital. <laughs> I should never have left. <laughs> Are you wanting to do that as a polite uh, insult? or No. No. <laughs> it's not an insult unless he just deems it to be. Just a snarky comment. Don't make me start the social combat initiative. I will do it. I am pretty good at that, remember. This is true. Okay. I've got passive 20. That is also fair. <laughs> okay. Um, so he stops for a moment and then eyes you again before he seems to think the better of it. My uh, mother has a number of contacts within the Imperial uh, troop up there, you know, the ones who perform for the king himself. Tell me, have you ever thought of performing as a member of the Imperial troop? I had heard your mother had a number of contacts with the troops, and uh, yes, I have performed for the troops in the past. Oh, and uh, yet you do not have a permanent position where your skills not um, suitable for their <laughs> My dear boy, I am a lord. <laughs> why, why would I seek a permanent position? He stops for a moment and then he gives you a bit of a condescending smile. Uh, not a lord. I, I believe that your house has not seen fit to name you as heir. Tell uh, me my what... house has named me heir. I am merely not sitting in the seat. As you are not, I would point out, my good friend. <laughs> it is, of course, only a matter of time. Indeed it is, for both of us. Mm. So, at this point, um, Solturum returns, and you can feel that the environment and atmosphere is a little bit tense. Captain Julian Lissier over on the other side of the table, who has been completely silent to this point, is drinking his wine and frankly looking like he's having an excellent time just watching <laughs> the byplay. Um, I will attempt to use persuasion, I think, to bring the captain into story to make Lord Cellophane feel a bit silly. All right. So I'm going to talk about. Um, I'm just going to take a my my passive twenty. If that's okay. Okay. All right. Um, specifically, what would you like to say to him? I'd like to say, oh, so I understand that your family worked long and hard to remove smuggling from Escheridge, and um, it took this good captain, this good earthy peasant-based captain. To um, do what you weren't able to, sir. So the look you receive from the captain is a mix of grudging respect and mild annoyance slash furiousness before he smoothly cuts in. 
Of course, we would uh, be unable to do so if the uh, foundations were not already set by the esteemed um, heir's great family. She, after the crackdown of his mother, and she was able to provide us with enough funds for us to once and for all drive the criminal element from our harbours. <clears throat> yes, I'm, I'm certain that you couldn't have done it without that. But um, could anybody have done it at all by you, sir? I... I, I, I... Tip my hat at you, sir. Well done. <laughs> he inclines his head again, but you can see that his eyes seem to be investigating your face as if he's trying to work out exactly what your ploy is here. Now, at that point, the, <laughs> the air kind of just narrows his eyes a little bit further before he claps his hands twice and... In the background, you can hear a gentle music just playing over the entire um, dining room. If you don't mind, I figured that we would have some uh, calming music in order to serenade us as we eat. When does the calming music begin, sir? After this cacophony? Now, most importantly, Rob, can you yes. do a wisdom saving throw for me? Yes, I can. And also Luke with Salturum. Okay, 29. Um, and wisdom saving through for Sol because I just remembered I'm still in charge of that. Ah, uh, wisdom saving through. That is a nat 20. <laughs> That's the laugh I'm giving when I hear Sol yes. joke about the cacophony. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Um, I smile and say, I'd like to play some other music if you don't mind. So he just scowls for a moment. Oh, of course not. We, uh, you are uh, here as my guest. I would not hear about you uh, playing any instrument, especially while we have this fine spread that we've been working on. Get a load of that. Oh, I know. I know. My Lord Salopay, it, it must be. I mean, this, this, the, your, your, your manner, no matter how magnificent, is still somewhat isolated from um, Etheridge. I mean, it, it, I, do, do you take guests frequently here in order to keep, keep it entertained? He gives a bit of a sigh as he picks up his um, wine. Uh, we do not entertain guests quite as uh, often as I would prefer, but you understand that being such a powerful baronry as we, it is uh, difficult to see guests as we are simply too busy dealing with the common folk. Mm. I understand that he sees many guests, Sultura, my good boy, but uh, entertains few. Yes, I'm, well, no doubt tied up as he is with important matters, but Lord Savilpeg, um um, perhaps, um, you know, you, you could, could tell me about some of your recent guests. Perhaps they are acquaintance of my, acquaintances of mine from the capital. All right. Sorry, somebody was typing something. Nope, we're good. I, I am. Okay, you're typing something. I can just tell you. <laughs> I'm attempting to charm, using the enthralling performance to charm him, um, the captain, and the two beefiest-looking guards. All right, so you are getting involved. All right. Um, give me a second. Well, he tried to. He just tried to charm me, the mother father. 
<laughs> you don't know that now, do you? Well, I, sh I shrugged it off, so I don't know. And... <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sorry, I shouldn't be so happy about it. All right, so the guard is apparently rolled a nat one. Oh, the guard. Oh, sorry, the um, captain of the guard rolled a nat one. Oh. Um, one of the other guards rolled a 18. The second guard, 20, rolled an 11. And our esteemed uh, royal, sorry, baron, I should say, rolled a three. <laughs> All right, so the, you have been able to, I think, think you get most of them except for one of the guards. So let me just double check. Is anyone here poses Okay, perfect. Alright, carry on. Okay. My friend Lord Cellophane, I am tired of this antipathy between us. I was merely jesting. I know that you being the intelligent, handsome man that you are, took it in the spirit in which it was meant. So he simply stares at you for a very long 10 seconds before he just abruptly bursts out laughing hard enough that he just slaps the table and begins to jostle a lot of the wine in the various cups. No, it's been some time since somebody has been able to... Uh, Fool me so greatly, but uh, I appreciate your humour. You uh, let me refill your wine and let us get down to this luncheon. Well, let, let, let us. Uh, perhaps you'd like to tell us about your most recent visitor while, 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 whilst we have that drink, my very good friend. Oh, my uh, most recent visitor. He gets a bit of a coy look on his face and then he gives you a wink. Well, if you're... Uh... Looking for those services, you uh, came to the wrong place, but if you were to go to Escheridge, oh, I can give you the name of a very oh, good oh, oh, you're such the jokester. What a japester you are. I mean the... And I touch my nose, and I mouth the word necromancer. All right. So when that occurs, you... He begins to stare at you again, and all of a sudden you feel a presence, something pushing back against the magic which you've been using to keep a bind on him from your performance. It is the most minor of things, but there's suddenly a plink as just a single one of your strings breaks. And he seems to come to himself. <clears throat> I I'm sorry. You think I know a... Uh, a fishmonger? I didn't say fishmonger. You know very well what I said, my good friend. So he stops for a moment before he just slams his hands down on the table. And you would think that I would be the sort to uh, socialize with a necromancer. You go too far, sir. Necromancer? I never said such a word. Ah, uh, Lord Tinkrit, perhaps um, we should explain to him the uh, what, what's happened to Baron Fritz from the south. Yes, that's an excellent idea, Salshrew. Would you like to do that, good sir? Well, Lord Salope, we understand that you had a visit from a friend, but um, six days ago, 
Um, now we're interested in that because a Baron Fritz had uh, had a uh, arrangement with a certain necromancer in the south, which worked out really badly for him, um, and worked out really badly for his family and his wealth. Which, well, he's dead, and he no longer has any of his wealth or lands. So we're really keen to know whether you can point us in the direction of the necromancer, which was his downfall, because we would hate to see it cause the downfall of such a noble house as, as uh, what's his Focal. Focal. <laughs> so the heir gives a sniff and then drinks deeply from his wine. I believe that the Baron Fritez was uh, stupid enough to get involved in the services of a necromancer, then he may have received everything that's coming towards him. You can be assured that. Sorry? found the Baron Fritters, or I should say parts of him, in five different creatures. And we are merely seeking to make sure that you don't suffer the same fate, my good friend. Is there a reason that you believe I would suffer such a fate, considering I have never met this necromancer before? We know that he was here, and thus we have followed his trail. I try to persuade him to help us. Whoops. That's not so good. That's okay. It's not going to get shitty with me, at least. (laughs) I'm going to try intimidation. What's what's my... uh... Good cop, bad cop. I like that. Yeah. What's my intimidation versus my persuasion, Sam? Is it, I think my persuasion is plus six. My... Have, have a bardic inspiration. And your intimidation is plus three. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll try to persuade him and just say, look, uh, I'll roll persuasion on that with bardic inspiration. All right. A persuasion. It sucks that I can't inspire myself. 17. All right. Flavor this. Plus, um... is, is, is that plus bardic inspiration? No, you haven't used it. No. Yeah. So you want to use it now? Uh, I wouldn't bother. Keep hold of it. He just said, flavor it up. <laughs> <laughs> My Lord Salopé, um, you, you have the promise of, a, of, of becoming a, a great lord of a great house. But let me make it clear to you, the king and Captain Droit, who, uh, Commander Droit, who, who controls his southern army, wants to see this necromancer brought down and we are we, we, and be a, a bit be under no misapprehension that that means bringing down anyone who has provided him assistance he's all, it's already seen the downfall of house fritz we don't want it to see the downfall of house focal we do if not you know any, if you if you know anything about him you would, it, it will go well for you for us to be able to report back to um, his, ma- his Majesty and Commander Droit that you provided every assistance to us in our endeavours to eradicate this <clears throat> evil from the kingdom. Right. So towards the end of your statement, you hear a strange <coughs> noise come from the Baron, uh, sorry, the air, before he just inhales deeply a few times. After he seems to, again, gain control of his facilities, he just stands upright. I did not invite you to my home in order for you to insult me, good sirs. 
I uh, will see you tonight at dinner, and I pray that your uh, temperament will be a bit better. And he simply storms out. As he slams the door behind him, you guys can hear an immense crash of lightning. And when you check outside through the window, you can see that the storm that's been on the horizon has now finally hit the um, local area of Escheridge. Do we, do we get to, like, try and stop him? Before he marched out? Um, physically stop him? Well, I was going to suggest a spell, but... Um, if you are able to cast the spell, you do have the two guards against you, so if you are not able to do it silently, you likely might be attacked. I could do it by telling a joke. <laughs> oh, freaking bards. They do things in the weirdest way. <laughs> I, I, I think I'll let him go in this instance. Yep. All right. Okay. So, as the door slams behind you, you hear a voice simply piping up. Ah, it is uh, some time since I've seen the the young heir through such a tantrum, but uh, at this point, the captain simply leans in. Is there a particular point to the questions you are asking? I believe of our conversation last night, we did not have any unusual sightings. You believe that the young heir is lying to you? I don't believe it. If uh, Captain, uh, whatever your name is, um, Policier, Policier, um, if if you could just um, give my Lord Tinker and I a moment. Um, mm-hmm. uh, now, uh, but in short, think? yes, we will speak to you momentarily. Yes, um, he's still charmed. He is charmed, and I don't think he has any of the. It's apparent the the. Hair has uh, some type of magical warding or protection. Um, yes, I wonder what snapped it. That was pretty well, impressive. I think that, I think that, uh, you know, Captain, whatever his name is, um, is probably <laughs> going to be more inclined to look out for the interests of the kingdom. Um, he does not seem to. Um, be under whatever spell the young warders are under. Um, perhaps we should be plain to him about our mission. But he's supposed to be charmed until he is takes damage, is attacked, or mm-hmm. sees us attack someone, and he mm-hmm. snapped that um, without us doing any of those things. So I'm interested. Well, I don't. I don't think that. But I don't. Was, was it the, the entire charm across all of them? I don't know. Um, Captain, <laughs> Captain Pelletier, um, you look like you could do some do with some push-ups. Would you do some push-ups for me, sir? I'd love to see your amazing fitness. He gives you a bit of an odd look. Uh, I do not mind to do that. Uh, I do not believe I am wearing the most best clothing for it. But uh... he, he doesn't hop to it. Is what you're saying? Doesn't seem charmed. He gives more of a bit of a confused look before he just gives a shrug and then oh, just gets okay. down and on then the I ground. Say, never mind, never mind, never mind. I, I was jesting again. And I, I take, give him a hand to try and help him up. Um, mm. All right. All right, do you want to ask him a question then? Uh, he's, uh, you're my friend. You may ask. Any of my friends are his friends. If he's uh, Well, 
I, I want to very briefly explain to Captain Perennial. Um, <laughs> Perineum. <laughs> <coughs> Captain, are you loyal to the king? He stiffens and then just glares at you. Of course, I am loyal to the king. Well, Captain, we, we, we believe a great, a great evil has come to the barony. Uh, we're here to eradicate it with the full support of Commander Droit um, and, and, and the King. Uh, will you assist us? <laughs> he stands a little bit more upright and his um, body language indicates that, again, he is moderately outraged. If you are able to present to me the uh, information of this threat, then I will do everything within my power and my men's power in order to prevent this threat from threatening the kingdom. Do you know who, uh, who, who his lordship's friend was six days ago? He just gives you another puzzled look. Uh, the, the, the lord did not have any guests as far as I have been reported. I had told you this last night. I pull out my command, my communication rock and say, oh, shit boy, shit boy. <laughs> Please attend us in the main hall. <laughs> All right, so presumably more Khan and um, Olga probably heard that as well. <laughs> Just stare at each other. Is he talking to you or me? Are we the shit boys? We are the shit boys, right? I don't think, I, we were... I don't think so. <laughs> Olga, you, you and Morkan can come as well, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I guess then. I, I guess we'll head over then. This is a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. so, as you speak into the, um, the talking stones, the commander simply raises an eyebrow at it. Ah, you... Those uh, devices cost quite a pretty penny. You have funded those out of your own coffers? None of your business. Um, oh, no, I, I think we just tell him no. They've been provided to us by Commander Droid. To I was about to, to call it. Commander Droid. Ah, tell, tell him. Commander Droid, just in case something happens to us, we have tracked the necromancer to uh, Focal Manor Island. We don't know if he's here any longer, but you should know this. And we are presently with Commander Perineum, or Captain Perineum. <laughs> Captain, um, Cap- Cap- <laughs> Captain Pastip. Um, <laughs> who, who, who has indicated a willingness to assist us in, in combating the necromancer. Isn't this that a long voicemail message? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, I, oh, have we got, I assume we got through to Commander Droid. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> You're just talking into a rock. <laughs> oh shit! That's not the sun. That's just a rock. <laughs> um, uh, let, yeah, let's get Commander Droid on the line. <laughs> yes, he can speak to the captain of Peltier, whatever his name is, Peloton. I literally put it into the chat just then. <laughs> I, I like the way that we make fun with names. I'm sorry. It's part of it's part of secret thing to. Now you're making me twitchy. <laughs> it's all good. All right. So, after going through the usual um, motions with the uh, sending stone, it takes a few minutes for the commander droid to get on the line. Yes. Yep. What is it? Well, I do that command. spiel again. Yeah. Yep. It was beautiful. 
Thanks. Thanks. All right. Yeah. And then I say, perhaps you'd like to speak to Captain Julien Pellessier. Is that happy? Does it make you happier, Sam? <laughs> a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> okay. For my hard work that I put three minutes into looking up a uh, random yeah, name. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I do. All right. Um, so. The communication between the two is fairly brief, with uh, the commander immediately barking at the captain that you are on the up and up and that he does expect the full cooperation within the extent of the law of the captain towards you and your particular goal. It takes a few moments and honestly, you guys presumably pretend not to overhear the dressing down that the commander is giving the captain and after some time a bit of a grave-faced captain simply returns the sending stone to you uh it is um i believe i am convinced um uh, so you said that he had someone who arrived here six days ago i i put my arm around him and try and persuade him that you know he, he's okay He's, he's, there's nothing bad about him. I hear the grunt. Ha! I get uh, to roll no. him again. A little bit of a difference there. <laughs> okay, between a nat one and a uh, unnatural twenty-one. Yes. All right. Make him feel better. There, there. You weren't to know, my good boy. You weren't to know. I will admit, uh, some part of me still does admit that, uh, still does believe that there is a chance that you may um, be simply having a great joke, but I do not believe that uh, it, it is worth my job in, to uh, continue following that. You have my cooperation as far as I can provide it within the law. You are correct. There is a chance. It's just what is colloquially known as fuck all. He just gives a bit of an inhale, and then he just grabs and pops one of the um, fruits from the table into his mouth. Let's say a grape. <laughs> well, uh, exactly how can I help? Should things go south, we would expect your support, sir. You have my support as far as is possible, but um, he stops for a moment and then peers outside. I am unsure how much help we will be able to engender from the mainland if we do require it. This this storm does not look like we are going to be able to use any bots for, until it has settled. Are the house guard under your command? Unfortunately, they are not. They are operated under the exclusive command of the baronry and her family. Right. I suggest that we have a rest try and regain some of our capabilities before mm -hmm. this evening's gathering. Could you guard us, sir? I can do my best. Um, I believe that the esteemed Baron has a rather large library if you uh, would like to uh, pretend that you are undergoing standard noble social niceties. An excellent idea. All right. So at that point, Ogre and Morkan would have walked in the door. Presumably Nero has also walked in by now. No way. <laughs> crawls out of that toilet. You will not believe the things in there. <laughs> Did, you didn't get the reference, Nero? <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. What reference? Um, it was a History of the World Part 1 reference. Oh, sorry. Right. Um, okay, so let's have a kip. So the others walk in at this point. Uh, um, so Olga, was it? Yes. Oh, Tr Trina, Olga, I, I apologize. Close enough. Um, I was not aware that you and your friend here had also come from the mainland. Yes. What, 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 do you, what do you expect? Simply surprise is all. It is unusual to see someone fully armored and plated within the, uh, the Baron's uh, home. Well, they didn't try to confiscate our weapons or armor, so... so you I, had can... no, I had no reason to remove them. Well, ultimately, that, uh, that may be a boon to us. But uh, I am escorting these uh, honorable gentlemen to the library. Uh, if you would like to attend. Okay. I will help you watch over the nobles. I am going to sleep. <laughs> you know. Creates a quick nest on top of the books. <laughs> Might you probably sleep in one of the bookshelves. <laughs> um, so does this captain not have his weapon and armor on? He does not. He is largely in formal, uh, well, captain's formal wear, so it's a very nice-looking uniform, but he doesn't have okay. anything other than a somewhat decent knife, which he would probably just use for food. i give him my no. crossbow. I was just going to give him my longsword. There you go. Yeah, you have both. <laughs> and I actually have a spare chainmail shirt. Or chainmail. <laughs> Pulls <laughs> out everything and outfits him. A chainmail shirt can be worn under clothes. That's it's actually designed to be done that. If it's a chain yeah. shirt and not no, chainmail. It's, it's chainmail. Oh, okay. Not so much then. And Nero's like, so, Captain, are you a cleric? <laughs> <laughs> can he be because a we, we really need one of those. Because there's a smell on that toilet that needs to be exercised. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Spells do I have? Does, if anyone's got prestidigitation, they can clean Nero. <laughs> do we need to touch him? <laughs> no, you don't need to touch him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. No, I don't have it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. So, like I said before, the library is a rather extravagant um, affair, and you can see that. The collection of books here, it pretty much outmatches the majority of noble houses that you may have uh, simply visited over the various years. It does have a variety of different sections, but largely it seems to be focused on natural laws. So it's a bit more scientific than your standard library, though you do find a rather hefty um, fictional section as well. It is... So, so, so porn. Bodice rippers. Okay, listen. The Baroness is a very lonely woman. <laughs> I'm not judging. I can change that. <laughs> and then he inserted that long sword into. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs>
aside from that, the library is very nice. It's mostly shaped wood with the basic floor being made out of worked marble. At the centre of the library, uh, which has just been crackly, uh, sorry, lovingly started, is a fairly large fireplace, which fills the room with a good amount of light, though you'd probably need to read next to it with the, dark, with the storm overhead darkening the skies. You guys can hear that the rain pelting against the window panes is incredibly heavy. It seems that whatever is going on out there, it seems to have pretty much approached a gale level in only a few minutes. Hmm, that's interesting. Wasn't weather Sam, one of the I things find, they Did you guys discover anything in my scouting through the, through the keep? Um, I can bring that up with you shortly, but do you guys just want to leave it off here considering we're pretty close to the time? Yeah. That way, I can just send it to you, Michael. Once I type yeah, it up, cool. It's yep. up to you guys. Uh, it's well, quarter to eleven, so. Um, I think having a long rest is probably a good place to level up. Oh yes, you guys get a level up as well. That's a good idea. Hey. Now, since you guys are getting fairly close to it, remember you, like normal Awakened Fable rules, you won't be going beyond level 10, but hypothetically where I think in the oh my God. second third of this um, I did not campaign. Oh, okay. So we won't be going above level 10? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that, it's a bit annoying. Yes, I, I think I might have done things differently. But anyway, whatever. Talk to me and we can uh, talk about respecting your characters as needed. Too much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Just level him down, remember? <laughs> yeah, I know, yes. <laughs> well, can we, if we can't get past level 10 in one class, can we, keep, can we then start another class? Mm, I'll talk to Scott about that and see how he feels. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm just going by Wake and Fable rules, so if we can do it, maybe. The only class I can become is a barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about cleric? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'd like to see um, Ogre raging, I have to say. Yeah, but you don't get like any of the benefits while in heavy armor. Mm, oh, that's true. All right, so just that, guys, I'm going to close Craig down if that's the case. Bye, um, oh, wait, actually, before we do, would you guys like to nominate your MVP for the session? Um, I think Nero, because he had to deal with shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. I'd have to go I Nero as well. Sean shone pretty, pretty, pretty brightly this, this session. <laughs> fair what? enough. All right, um, everybody for Nero then? Sure, why not? All right. In that case, Michael, would you like the melee, the mage, or the rogue table? Rogue. Rogue? All right, um, roll me a D tensor. That is a three. <coughs> oh, hello. Sorry, that was me. That's all good. Um, This will be interesting for you. You have come into possession of a oil of etherealness. Just let me bring that up. (laughs) Cool. What's that doing? 
You can go intangible for all intents and purposes. Etherealness. There we go. Let me put it into the chat for you guys and for all of our listeners. All right, so beads of this cloudy gray oil form on the outside of its container and quickly evaporate. The oil can cover a medium or small creature along with the equipment it's wearing and carrying one additional vial, blah, blah, blah. Applying the oil takes 10 minutes and the affected creature then gains the effects of the etherealness spell for one hour. So you step into the border planes of the ethereal plane in an area where it overlaps with your current plane. You remain on the border ethereal for the duration. During this time, you can move in any direction. If you move up or down, every foot of movement costs an extra foot. You can see in here the, from the plane you originated from, but everything there looks gray and you can't see anything more than 60 feet away. Interesting. So yeah, pretty much intangible. 